0: Welcome to the Hog Call Podcast. This is Chad. And this is Tim. Be sure to subscribe to the Hog Call on your favorite podcast directory. iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, whatever you'd like, we're on them all. The Hog Call is only live, real-time, uncut, uncensored, razorback podcast. Created by fans for fans. Friend us on Facebook at Hog Call Podcast or... Follow us on Twitter at Hog Call Podcast. Chad runs the Facebook page and Tim runs the Twitter page. Support the Hog Call Podcast by helping us spread the word. Give us a five-star rating and leave a comment, even if it's just Go Hogs. This will go a long way to allow other Razorback fans find the podcast more easily. If you'd like to throw a tip our way, you can support the podcast financially by clicking on the link in the show description. We're counting on fan support. Do you have something Hog Call Nation needs to hear? Leave a voicemail by clicking the link in the description below or send an email to Podcast at com. Well, it's good to get that mess out of the way. How's it going, Tim?
1: What's going on tonight, Chad?
0: Uh, you know not too much uh I just got to say first off to all the fans uh apologize for uh missing the missing the game uh and not bringing you the the breakdown of uh, LSU so we'll we'll uh, we'll throw the breakdown of uh, LSU and Missoula on tonight but just want to apologize to everybody for not getting that out there uh it's the first time we've ever had that happen we just had some emergencies and things come up and uh you know, we wasn't able to do it so uh it is what it is anyway from uh moving forward from that man everything's going pretty good man i am uh excited about the coaching search i think that you know we got something something going on here and uh you know we'll get that in a minute but how are you
1: doing i'm doing good yeah we got the everybody's celebrating thanksgiving you know families and traveling and stuff so and things came up like you said so uh should be a good Good episode recapping, quite a few things. But yeah, I'm excited to find our new coach. The coaching search has been interesting. Um, you try not to get too get too excited or too down for anything. But you also, it's the, you know, your, one of your favorite things in life is Razorback football. Mm-hmm. And when you get a, a kind of a new era beginning to start, you know, we kind of just got to got, you know uh, cut ties with the the. the with Coach Morris and start fresh before it's too late, you know, and everybody's excited, and I'm excited to find a new coach and get behind him. Hope it's coming soon.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I can't believe I were able to give you this many, like, episodes without, like, missing one ball game, like, with all these <laughs> losing, losing games. I know that I wasn't able to give you my prediction, but it was that we would lose to uh, Missouri. I didn't think we would win that game, and we didn't. And I think Tim had him pegged
1: to win. Yeah, I thought maybe we'd pull this one out, man. I really did, and it didn't look too too bad, but or too impossible, too. But man, it was. When we had fourteen ten lead. I thought we'd pull away from Missouri, but it didn't work out, in another loss, and it was just kind of one of those things. Just thank God it's over. The season's just over, and we can start start anew soon. You know.
0: Oh yeah. But I yeah. thought we had a
1: chance. I thought we'd play down, maybe down in Little Rock. You know, I thought we'd play, hard, you know, good enough to win. But we didn't. And yeah. we caused Missouri's coach to get fired because he because he kind of messed around with us. It's like he's you know, he didn't blow Arkansas out. We got to get rid of him. So there's that.
0: Well, I don't know about that. I don't know if that's why they're getting rid of him. I I think that. That all comes back to the coaching surge. I think that, uh, well, here's the thing, Tim. The better schools, the University of Arkansas, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm just going to clarify this for everybody. Uh, we take ma- recruits out of Missouri. Missouri's never taken one recruit out of Arkansas. We take recruits out of Texas, uh, even though the Texas A&M is still there, and uh, they haven't. it hasn't been as affected as much as you would think it would have, um, especially recently so it's really the more attractive job uh A&M's a m's having a a ton of trouble with their recruiting at uh mizzou also so you know this this uh what they're doing in my opinion is missouri is saying hey let's just go ahead and uh fire this guy and try to you know get somebody maybe we can we can get arkansas's pick and old mass is is doing the same thing they're saying maybe we can get in there and sneak in there and, and uh snatch somebody up that arkansas wants and goodness that might happen you know from what i've heard uh with this whole board of trustees thing that's going on right now so i don't know we'll see but i do think it looks like kiffin is uh He's, he's, the, he's the lead runner, obviously. Um, and, you know, I think, you know, like you said, Tim, uh, what you said that even though um, Kiffin is in the lead or whatnot, uh, that, you know, people are coming out saying, well, the board of trustees might have found something, might have an issue, so on and so forth. You said the same thing happened with Musselman, and there's kind of a pattern there.
1: Yeah, or just um, I know that one article kinda of loaded to it and you think back, yeah, I remember thinking, you know, it was it's kind of a week later he was announced, but you know, one Tuesday I remember oh it looks like you know, it looks like Muslim's you know, he's gonna be the guy and, you know, research him even deeper. You know, his name that come up, but once it started getting series just like, Oh yeah, man, it's looking good, you know, and then like, oh no, something happened where he's not oh, he's not the coach anymore. It's like, Well that's there's that, you know, they're not gonna you know, just fell through. And then a week later, he's announced like, oh, either, either that really happened where something no, or it was just kind of, uh, I don't know, just kind of a uh, yeah, look here one way or uh, whatnot. But it happened. So maybe the same thing with Kiffin. You know, mm-hmm. hey, earlier in the week is like, well, it's it's him. You know, it's Kiffin, Arkansas, definitely all throughout the week, and then here recently, all Miss is kind of popping up. So but we'll find out real soon or after his championship game, either Saturday night or Sunday.
0: Well, it looks like that, you know, whenever whenever you get news, generally in these coaching searches, even if it's leaked, it comes either from the administration or it comes from uh, the coach themselves. And, you know, I think that Kiffin wants to be here. I think there were some rumors put out there and stuff. And, you know, that he wanted to be here whenever he was with uh, Oakland and, and uh he didn't get that higher then, and uh you know I mean he's already went over and you know done his dream job and all that kind of stuff, and you know that was a, went so sour for him, you know um I think he's been really looking for a program like the University of Arkansas, something like that where he can set root you know in an SEC program and and make it his you know, like uh Malzon did over at uh over at Auburn. And like uh, you're seeing a coach O do down at LSU and of course Saban is done over in Alabama. So I can see that happening. Uh, I can see Arkansas being the place for that. Um you know, so
1: Yeah, and it's gonna be his it's gonna be his program. You know whoever the coach is, but um if it's Kiffin, for Kippen to look at it's like it's gonna be his program, you know. Bielema was a, a letdown. It was a downward trajectory, obviously went four and eight his last year and then Morse just absolutely bottomed out the program two and ten two and ten mm-hmm. so what kiffner whoever the future coach is going to be has a clean slate can make a clean mark on the program no matter like you can't you know if you go you know you go to a bowl game this year win nine games next year i mean you know 11 12 whatever the next a 30 at your program I and mean, you can take all the credit credit for for that you won't you know what i mean because clean slate right now so that's that to me that it seemed like it'd be a positive for somebody like that that wants to um you know i think unfairly it's kind of got a reputation but mm-hmm. i was excited this week jack's earlier in the week you know we had obviously talked about kip and we talked about him two years ago yeah them. Well, they hired Morse, and then of course when we did uh, uh the podcast before last where we run down our coaches he was up there thinking mm-hmm. maybe one for both of us that you know realistically and like hoped you know um uh, that we can to get to be our next head coach. So this oh, week, yeah. earlier this week, I was really excited um, that people were kind of coming together for and I heard it more. It's like, all right, you know, there's a people are excited about
0: it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think uh, that's an exciting to pick, you know, of course what we've been saying for a while now, Kiffin should be at the university of Arkansas. So, you know, it feels like if he comes, it's almost like prophecy fulfilled, you know? So oh, for sure. I, I mean, I hope so. I think that I think that it would, you know, definitely put us in a trajectory to win. I think, like you said, it's definitely going to be his program. Uh, Can anybody say like, oh, you know, you did that with this guy's players or whatever?
1: Mm.
0: You know, I guess I could say, oh, well, that was his,
1: yeah, I mean, you know, he... <laughs> recruits
0: or whatever. But he didn't make them perform, so that's the thing. You know, it's all exactly. your performance. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. I, I think. You know, maybe his first year might even just be a six win year, and that will be all right with me, you know, I haven't looked the schedule too deep yet, but uh you know I could see I could see an improvement like that, like a major improvement next year, you know, whoever the coach is, and I think you know Kiffin's the guy to do it, I think he's I think he could take us to the next level, I don't know. Uh, especially if he gets the right defensive coordinator and mm-hmm. and all that, and then with his dad, Monty Kiffin. I mean, come on, you know that's a that's a great. I mean, look what he did at USC, right? He went in there and got ten wins whenever they were under probation and had half the team kicked off. Mm-hmm. And
1: and you, and you know it was Jeremy, first year, yeah, exactly. And he fell in love with being at USC because he had so much success in uh, Carroll's you know offensive. Guy, offensive mm-hmm. coordinator, uh, when they when they were winning championships mm-hmm. in the mid two thousands, so that's where he, that was his dream job before they fired him on the but, tarmac. Yeah,
0: so you ain't got to worry wrong, about you know, him leaving to go to his dream job anymore because they done him dirty. Yeah, there's nobody, there's nowhere
1: that's. I mean, it's gonna be his. We got. I just hope Ole Miss doesn't get him. I mean, I'm I've been really excited about it. I either either him to just stay at Florida Atlantic or. Or come here.
0: Well, you know, Monty Kiffin not said Arkansas is a sleeping giant. So that's what that's what the word is out there. That's what he's saying.
1: Yeah, that's the place I think he wants to. Um, I mean, he's he's been an analyst for him the last couple of years of years. I mean, but you know, he's you know he's heavily involved with a lot of stuff on defense. Just at eighty years old, just not out there on the field coaching, but you know, he's oh, yeah, no. he's still involved heavily with the program. It's going to tell. I imagine he tells Lane. I mean. Uh, Because he had a lot of success here. Mm -hmm. His defenses were badass. So hopefully that's a kind of a, uh, maybe a. How would you feel about Chris
0: coming in as the defensive coordinator, his brother?
1: Hey, I mean, why not? I think, uh, I don't know a whole lot about him besides, but I mean, the other two Kiffins are pretty good. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, he's been in college and he's in the NFL right now. So, you know, he's a pretty. Dang good coach, you know?
0: Yeah. So, you know, it'd be nice to see something like that. I don't know. We'll but, see. It'll be, yeah. it'll be exciting, whatever happens, for sure. Yeah, I, I just, think...
1: I don't want him, if he's in the SEC, I don't, I don't want us to have him. I don't want the other two schools to. I think maybe, maybe he's just me talking with Ole Miss, and that's kind of what's got out, you know?
0: Well, but Ole really, Miss is obviously trying good. to hire him. Mizzou too, yeah. alright? So yeah. he flat out turned right. down Mizzou. He told his agent, he ain't talking to Mizzou. So he already ruled Mizzou out. So He's not interested. They didn't even get the time of day. He is uh-huh. talking to Ole Miss, but Ole Miss is second tier to Arkansas. Uh, we just got more money than they do. So if it gets into a bid war, we could just pay more because Walmart, you know, everything we have up there, uh, just just so much money from the boosters, you know. So, And they were like, oh, you know, he's got this house for $2 million and you know, Boca's going to buy it for him and this,
1: that, and other, I'm like, <laughs> that ain't, that ain't
0: Jerry nothing. Jones will buy him a $2 million house.
1: You know? Yeah, I man. I mean, he'll probably let him keep that house. He can use that in the mm-hmm. offseason every once in a while or whatever, but um probably buy him a big old nice couple million dollar house on Beaver Lake since he likes to uh, boat and fish. Yeah. So that'd be perfect. Um uh, yeah, we've got – and the money's not even about his salary alone. It's really, you know, making sure he's get get some good assistance and able to pay him, you know, SDC assistant money to keep him there. Oh, yeah. Because that's, I don't think Ole Miss can outbid us in that part. I mean um,
0: – I think with Kiffin but, too, though, you're getting a coach that can, like, teach some other coaches, you know, and coach coaches up sure. even, you know. So, yeah. I think, you know, you don't want to forget about that aspect of uh, – you know, a coach as experienced as Lane is.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. And he's, but he's still, uh, he's still pretty young himself. And then mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Gets him with a lot of energy. So man, he's got, he's, he's just got... been in
0: it his whole life. His yeah. dad, I mean, he was raised in it. He just, he's just, you know what I mean? He's a oh. football, he's from a football family. So, you know, I don't know when you're around it that much, it just kind of, just kind of pick it up, you know?
1: He's like he's like uh, whenever everybody's uh, or everybody's excited about Musselman right now, and they ain't no start for basketball. It's kind of like his kind of background. It's like well, he was a coach's son, uh, NBA coach's son, and uh, hey. other uh, college coach's son, a uh, Bill Musselman, and he just always grew up around that. And has been coaching since he was out of college, you know, just like and just all through different pro levels and college levels, just uh, paying his dues and. Uh, off obviously been more on the uh, uh, I don't know, nationally known for just all these things, but I think mean, he's had some run of bad luck things, and I think this is, I don't know, I don't know how much more we can say it, but it just seems like it's a good fit and the right time for him to come. I think he's just I mean, why not give him a little uh, I mean, it's uh, agent think- agent's playing that too, man it's like, why would you not put that out there? This wants some hell, Arkansas is right now hopefully your check's you know, in there Getting approval, like how much do we have? We're gonna have to go up.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: that's not my problem to worry about, though. Your <laughs> check, board trustees, whoever—it's their, well, their problem.
0: Here's the thing, too, though, is your check has a relationship with and Wanted to hire him before, tried to get him over at mm-hmm. Houston, and uh, you know their their board of trustees stopped it from happening. And they they say that hunters already like offered the job and all that stuff but the board of trustees are like you know hold up we found something else on thursday now i don't know how true Mm. that is that's just you know the rumors i've heard at uh you know oh what a mess man what a mess that whole situation is i do think that this could go one or two ways i think you know we, we get we get kevin uh, if you don't get Kiffin, I do think that your check is probably has Leach as the backup uh, plan right now. I think even though Leach signed the extension, the extension did not raise the buyout whatsoever. So it just changed the amount of years that you know Leach would be uh, where he's at now. So Mm -hmm. without that change, and I can see us going there and still paying that buyout and picking up leech. Um, I think he's a viable number two, but I think we're going to know after, you know, and, and here's the thing. I think, you know, we're going to know where, where Lane's going by Sunday because, um, his employer said that he, he expects to know by Sunday what he's doing. So, the employers putting pressure on him to make a quick decision too so i think after the i think after the game we'll know exactly what's going to happen with kiffin and then i think everything will shift to leech at that point uh, i could be wrong you know uh we, we we could go down and you know pick up uh Witts or uh skip or you know somebody like that i don't know you know uh maybe bill um uh, so, I don't
1: know. what are you thinking? Yeah, I'm thinking uh, Leach is still a solid number two. Everybody at first looking at that yesterday, well, that's over. I guess we're down to, uh, you know, kind of cut him off the list. And everybody knows he's he's close and thought about, and hopefully he's been a guy that we've talked to and interviewed. Um, so that's not going to stop us. But I guess it's kind of clear who our, our number one choice is. But yeah, like okay. you said, Hunter recruited Kiffin, at, uh, you know, recruited Kiffin. At, the coach there, and so our board of trustees. The same thing, and I mean, just standing way. It's kind of like they did that a couple of years ago, I guess, with uh Norvell. You know, he looked like he was going to be looking like Norvell's got a big chance to be the coach when Chad Morris was hired, and then you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> It, it, you know everything good. comes out right before right before it's kind of over and you know right now with the uh, early signing period there's an early sign and uh, december 18th i believe it is coming up so everybody just puts the pressure on everybody to you know what i mean to i mean well can oh, yeah. like, you blame me you got you need a couple weeks before that early signing period to at least try to get some some the yeah. guys you can, especially us with a roster problem we have right now
0: yeah it'd be really real nice to pick up you know, kiffing and, and be done with this. Uh, I hope that's what that's what happens. I hope the next podcast we're we're talking to you a little bit about our new head coach. Um, but well, I mean, I guess we just gotta wait and see. He's like, he's 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 the one everybody's going after. Ole Miss going after him. We're going after him. You know, it's been mentioned in every single you know opening. So I don't know. We'll see.
1: Yeah, I remember seeing on one of the one of the ESPN shows today. Yeah, uh, they were talking about uh, looks like you know Kiffin to Arkansas, so it's getting some national attention. You know, so mm-hmm. it's known, it's out there. It's not, you know, it's not some uh, just inside Arkansas and laying Kiffin circles like joke, <laughs> you know, or, or you know, kind of thing. Oh, it's like, know, oh, it's
0: down here in Florida, man. I'm reading Florida newspapers <laughs> and stuff. You know, they're talking about it down here, so.
1: Well, we got to get him, man. I, I said I wasn't going to even like, oh, I'm not going to spend too much time on this because it like hadn't happened. I don't know what to think about everything. But it just gets me fired up thinking about it. I hope, hope we're not too disappointed, man. It's looking like uh, Willie Fritz, I think. <laughs> that's a, I, don't, that's I mean, I haven't favorite. looked
0: him up that much. I don't know that much about him. Probably he's hot. down probably at nice. uh, Tulane, Tulane, Tulane yeah. right? So yeah. that means we'd get Coach Peoples back. You know, we had Coach Peoples uh, there with uh, with our staff. So, you know, I don't know. I like Coach Peoples. So I'd be excited to see Coach Peoples come back. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't I mean, I mean he's done a good job <laughs> at Tulane. You know, you can't say he's done a bad job down there.
1: No, no, I'm not. I just, I like the name, man. And everybody just seems like when you say it, everybody's like, "Oh man, I don't know about." And it's just not doesn't get me excited. <laughs> so I like throw him out there, but he seems like, a, you know, he probably would come a, come here and average nine wins a year. So.
0: What about the He'd UAB probably... coach? Like, don't you think he's the hotter, like than France? Like, it, like if we had to go to third level, yeah. which I think is is we dropping pretty low to pick one of yeah. these guys but... up, but. <laughs>
1: I I mean, Bill Clark at UAB, I could talk myself into at least like, all right, man, because he built that. I mean, the UAB program closed for a season or two. I mean, it like the whole program shut down. And then he had to, you know, build it pretty much from, I mean, that's building it from scratch, knowing where we are right now with the football team. Um, Kind of that roster, you know, more cut about, or not cut, you know, in some way or fashion, a third of the team, um, over the last year. So you're having a, he's going to have to come build it. So he's proven to do this. To I got, I got last, breaking uh, news. Popper's championship games.
0: I got breaking news here, Tim. Uh Oh, Luke Davis, who has been on the program, a writer, he just tweeted. He said, uh, there's a battle over, uh, Lane Kiffin with us. And, uh, Oh Miss so I don't know I don't know what that's all about but I'm excited about that I think we can beat I think we probably win that
1: I do too man well, that's exciting yeah Luke's a ain't good rider and he's on the, on the yeah. one. He, he, some media guys you just like is this just I mean what are they doing but you know if he throws it out there he's not going to throw every little yeah uh, yeah he knows what's up there. man that's Sounds right, man. Now it's kind of confirmed that we were kind of mentioned. So yeah. it's, and Absolutely. I think we can win that. Wow, that's breaking news right on the air.
0: <laughs> I just looked down and got an alert on my phone, a Twitter alert. I was like, well, I think this gonna is going to be a
1: crazy weekend, man. <laughs> With these coaches. So some coach, we're going to have a new coach by the couple of days. <laughs> crazy. So,
0: wow. Well, I don't know. I think it might be Kiffin. I would say, uh, I think, I think Matt, uh, told us earlier today, said, uh, that the betting line was like Mm -hmm. really ridiculous with, uh, the way it was favoring Kiffin to Arkansas. Like they knew something was up in Vegas. So, you know, they're pretty good at not losing.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah, for sure. (laughs) They're kind of known for that. And we've, we talked (laughs) about. they're always like really accurate so that's uh that's no bs right there they've done they don't just you know i throw it out there wensley for everybody Be like well there's no way so i'm gonna bet somebody else so that's uh exactly that's another source of confidence that we can do this thing you know talk yeah. myself in we're gonna do it again so.
0: i think he i think he's coming man i think i think kiffin's coming i think uh if he's gonna be our coach and I think he's exciting. I think he excites everybody. I don't I think even the the guys that didn't like you know Petrino but liked Brett and so on and so forth. I think like everybody can get together behind Kiffin you know.
1: I do too, man. I think Times wrap for him to come here. I think everybody should be fired up, you know? Like a unified um,
0: force, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think just kind of connect everybody, man, and um, especially come out. The schedule's a pretty, I mean, pretty good-looking schedule, so we've got a lot of chances to win some games next year. Um, I know one just kind of random that I'm thinking about next year uh, would be nice to see, like, Tennessee comes to Fayetteville, and I think Halloween maybe or something. I don't, I don't think I'm making that up, but, like, we play Tennessee at home next year, and, you know, he coached there for that one year before. would have been something for him to go down to Knoxville. And be the head coach coming back.
0: Well, I would. All right. So, what do you think about? And I'm just going to go ahead and throw this out here: Houston Nut going down to Conference USA. What do you think about that?
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm excited I hope, I hope he gets the job. I think uh, is it San Antonio, maybe Texas San Antonio, mm-hmm. um, one of those schools. I, I'd be it's really It's a new. Excited.
0: It's a. It hadn't had the program it hadn't been around very long, and like, uh, they're. I forget the name of it, but the program hadn't been around very long and like the had a basketball court that they made a, like a meeting room for the mm-hmm. team. And, and, uh, they, they played down at the Alamo bowl cause they ain't got their own, you know, stuff yet. At uh, you know, it's a, it's almost like reminds me a lot of the university of South Florida when they were first starting up like just makeshift program you know what i mean right and i could see nutt going down there like levitt did and Uh making something happen you know oh
1: yeah um i could i hope he gets it i haven't heard the recent but i'm hoping that's where they kind of go i think he he's uh, obviously kind of shown he still has a hunger to coach he's taken enough of a break and he's ready to you know, he digs the job, but he wants to get back and coach. And that'd be a good one to do. Just build up and oh, yeah. his uh his coaching experience is going to help, you know, just, uh, just give him a good, good, nice contract or just, a, with the years, you know, and trust him. I mm-hmm. think, uh, I think he wouldn't go there with a light heart, man. I think he'd, I think he'd go down there and win some games for sure. Oh yeah. It'd be fun. To have I'd be rooting for him.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. I'd like to see him bump into, you know, uh, north north carolina something like that you know but oh, yeah. <laughs> who knows if i can get one of those scheduled but that'd be <laughs> cool see a couple yeah, usually, of older coaches go back and forth yeah you
1: know? oh yeah that'd be that'd be cool yeah usually they uh they they do play some bigger schools but him with a matchup against mac brown would be good <laughs> That'd be good.
0: <laughs> anyway well i mean i guess that's all i got on the coaching search uh we didn't have anybody ride in uh, this week or whatnot so I don't know anything else on the coaching search anything I miss
1: no I think really kind of went over pretty good and it's it's I think it's almost over everybody I think just just a couple of days I'm kind of getting nervous man I just
0: I'm, I'm calling it man I'm, I'm predicting Kiffin to Arkansas I don't know mm-hmm. if it's happening but that's my prediction
1: that's at least going to make me feel better for
0: Especially for with the breaking news from, yeah, saying we're in a bidding war. I, I think we can
1: win that. Yeah, for sure. Against Ole Miss, come on, LA. 70, I mean, what is their, their crappy old stadium? Man, that's going to make a difference. Put yourself in those shoes, mm-hmm. you know, and, like, what do you want to be when, when the stadium's rocking? Like, fill that up with uh Damn, what year? uh oh, no, I think he wasn't. I was about to say, did he, Was he with that USC team that came in 2006 to Fayetteville? Because that crowd was pretty. Who was Pretty that? big. No loss it was a you know sold out crowd. What do you yeah. rather be in? End zone seats too. Those new, just seventy six thousand. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe Maybe no. more than that now if it, if you pack it in there for a big game, you know. Or do you want to go down to Ole Miss?
0: No, you're 100 percent right.
1: So, but, yeah, that's, that's all I got. I I'm think, just... you
0: know, it's, it's you know, Fayetteville is ranked as, like, the, you know, one of the best places in the world to live or whatever, you know, versus, you know, Oxford, Mississippi, you know. I, th- I, drink, I think it's much closer to the Boca Raton type atmosphere, type crowd, you know what I mean? It's just oh. the, the vibe, you know.
1: And he's got a national, you know, a national name as far as like, you know, like everybody knows him around the country. As far as recruiting, so I mean, he's got. I think with the, you know, kind of Northwest Arkansas, surely with the kind of growing population and things going on, we'll get start getting more. You know, as you saw some, uh, even like a walk on Missouri's getting some of our Fayetteville high school guys. You know, but I feel like Northwest Arkansas in general is going to start producing more guys, and hopefully, Little Rock schools. Uh, and uh, you know increase their what they're putting out and we get some good guys from the state of Arkansas but he's a guy that can probably recruit nationally. Oh yeah. Um, so he doesn't need to be at home. I mean I don't really know at all I mean you know like what What? I don't know Arkansas just seems like a much better job than anybody who says otherwise. I mean how many like we don't even have the, the greatest you know SEC win percentage but we've been to what three SEC championships and uh, Old Miss is not even been to one.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, and we got them beat by, you know, head to heads and and all kinds of reasons why you would rather go to the Arkansas than Old Miss. It's just a better job, honestly. You know,
1: I think kids will. I mean, it's I mean kids will want to go there more. He'll have a better life in Fayetteville.
0: You got to um, remember, it's not too long ago that Old Miss was still in our coach try to get better so
1: oh yeah <laughs> not the other <laughs> way around
0: you know no no so man um, alright well I guess that's about all we got on the coaching search I guess we'll pause for a little break
1: back to the Hall Call Podcast All right, I'll tell you what,
0: man. Ole Miss is so far behind. No way they're going to beat us with this Kiffin thing, bed. I just went on to watch the Arkansas hockey game. Arkansas, Razorback, Ole Miss, at Ole Miss, and they're not even streaming the game. Like, that's that's that, that's what I'm talking about, you know? Just behind with the times down there.
1: Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, I, I, I was trying to look up something. Uh, they're scheduled to see what they've played this year, kind of. Um, before we play them, and nothing, other, their schedule sends me to to the standings on the uh, the ACHA website, which is good for seeing a ranking. My uh, personal team standings, I mean, yeah. a, a schedule. No, I have no idea who almost played. <laughs> I mean, you can't you can't navigate it. Like we're this is really ridiculous. I hope everybody appreciates with our Razorback hockey. And it's just, I mean, our our website's fancy, but it's just like it just works every time you get to.
0: <laughs> stream every game I've been watching Dream so many game. games this is like the first game I haven't seen and I don't know how long and I thought oh this would be cool this the exact same time we do the podcast tonight we'll do the podcast watch the game and, and talk about it at the same time and goodness well I guess that's not happening damn it, damn it. Thanks, yeah, yeah thanks
1: Old Miss yeah thanks Old Miss Kiffin
0: now oh, you're listening man think about it alright Make the right choice. I shouldn't even have to yeah, say that.
1: <laughs> yeah, we don't have to say it. It's going to happen. Don't worry. Sunday, man, we got it. Saturday night, we'll know. Tomorrow night, we we'll be watching that game.
0: Absolutely.
1: I guess we need to be watching. Well, I'll get back into it.
0: <laughs> I guess we did have a couple games, and we need to, you know, talk about those. And, man, if you see any more breaking news, let me know. That was exciting.
1: That's, yeah, it is exciting. <laughs> so, and, what?
0: yeah, so so we went. We played at LSU. and We got stroked, fifty six to twenty. Um, just an just a you know an embarrassing game. Um, I mean, I don't even know. I don't know. I mean, I guess they did their best, and and Looney, you know did what he could or whatnot, but I just really didn't feel like anything changed and I think at that point I was like yeah this isn't you know I, he can't he's not head coach Mitch yet you know and I hate to be that way uh, maybe in a few more years he will be but uh you know I, I agree I think I I just don't think he made enough changes I think he just went with too much of the status quo at uh you know when you're, when you're, when you're coming behind somebody that's being let go, you got to make some drastic changes. So, but the play calling looked better, I thought. You know, um, but I don't know. What do you think? What did you think about the coaching switch?
1: Yeah, um, I thought. That, well, I was like the beginning of the game when we got out to. I mean, well, we never. They. They. Scored off the bat, but uh, you know, we kicked two field goals in a row, got it down seven six, you know, halfway mm-hmm. through the second quarter, and just imploded from there. I mean, that's not like that's you know forty nine unanswered points. Uh, I like Lenny a lot, man. I'd like him to stay here as a position coach, Um or I, I wouldn't blame him if he went went to be a head coach at a. Um, I don't know if he'll battle, you know, kind of the likes of Houston up for UTSA or. Maybe even, I don't know. Um, yeah, not, like an FCS school to start off as just college head coaching. You know what I mean?
0: I can see but, that. I'd sure hate to lose him, especially with the tight ends he's churning out, being some of yeah, the better true. players on the football field, you know, and the guys he's recruiting. So,
1: yeah, was he not going to do interview for the new jobs? I'd I want him to stay on the staff, but you know what I mean? I, I thought. That's a tough situation, man. We're out. I mean, that's the number one team in the in the country. Oh yeah.
0: He um, came out yeah. with KJ. You know, he tried that. That was that was different, I guess, or whatnot. You know, and goodness, it just seemed like it just seemed like he was just making these rookie mistakes. And I know he is a rookie. You know, so it should be expected. Mm-hmm. Oh, but yeah. uh, I guess you would. I guess I would hope. That a quarterback coach had worked with you for the entire year just going over situational football during practice, you should know, you know, to extend out for the pylon or, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. It just, there was especially a lot of, situations where he could have converted the first downs and he just like stepped out of bounds early or slid earlier yeah he slid early, early and he
1: stepped out of bounds early man huh?
0: it's yeah, like just rock somebody lower your shoulder blow somebody up get that first down
1: well that's what well it was crazy because that first time you ever came into the game any game uh for the Razorbacks this year against Mississippi State, you know, mm-hmm. and he goes in there first, second play and he runs and trucks over a couple of their defenders. Yeah. And it's like, where were they Like, a, nothing to go? lose. And it just kind of went to kind of tentative. Like, he should have been just playing out there, you know, mm-hmm. win and play loose like that. Just, so I don't know what happened. It just, that was the opposite. Surprised he did it twice, too. So he's, but, you know, that's a lot of things, you know, like you're saying, situational football, he wasn't getting the reps. He hadn't got, uh, as many reps as a a would be, you know, uh, maybe starter or Fix or Stark would have continued on as many reps as more as they got, you know.
0: Yeah, I guess I don't know. You should be getting some reps. You should rep that. You should have repped that enough throughout the entirety of the year that you were, you understood what was going on right. and knew how to take advantage of it, even as a, even as a freshman. Because at this point you're moving past the freshman stage into the you know, junior stage, so or sophomore, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying.
1: I am saying. Oh no, yeah, exactly.
0: So, anyway, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how. I guess we could, you know, sit here and just go over all this or or whatever. But I think really it's important to take a look at Sam Loy's you know, 292, 41 yard average, 57 long, four inside the 20. I mean, that's, that's some good. punting,
1: man. That's, that's halfway decent, man. That was one <laughs> thing more, Scott Wright, man. It's you know, halfway decent. You know, Golly. he would have been proud. He probably watched that and was pretty proud of Sam Moy. Oh, Sam Loy, really punting. Look at that, seven punts, you know. Golly. We love punting a lot. He loves to punt, man. That's, a, that's one thing we learned from Coach Morris. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, crazy. look, Boyd only got the ball 13 times, you know. Well, he's one only run. averaging
0: 2.5 yards per run either. So, yeah. he, this is the one game I say, okay, I can understand not feeding him every single time because he wasn't, yeah. he was getting stuffed in the backfield a lot.
1: Yeah. It's not one of those games where he had 13 carries, but had, uh, you know, thirteen carries, a hundred yards. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, gave it to them. They did a better job than that, against Uh, Missouri, which we'll talk about too. I don't know. Just want to see that.
0: Yeah, whaley has got one point six yard average. I mean, just just horrible in a run game. We had that little yeah, ender Rangers, end around with Hammonds. Yeah. He got five point two. So,
1: Jack Lindsay went out there and had a thirty yarder. You know, thirty yard <laughs> run. I think it's the star of the show that last quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody true. else was watching out there? But... Yeah.
0: No, I was. I, mean, I watched hey, all the to way to the me. end. And he came in and did what he needed to do, you know. And, uh,
1: <laughs> hey, at least it wasn't. It could have been seventy.
0: <laughs> I just feel like that's the story of the year. Somebody comes in and they look a little better, and everybody goes, ah, oh, you know, maybe we need to switch this guy next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta, over. we gotta stop that.
1: That's got to end. I'm so glad all these. I mean, the conference championship and bowls and the I playoffs just, and everything are different, man. But I'm glad this. Oh, I'm glad put the last regular season. I Hate losing, man. I hope we don't lose another game. The yeah. years
0: That was no fun. So anyway, we that that's the that's the LSU game. Did we miss anything? Anything else <laughs> we need to talk about there, Tim?
1: I don't think so, man. It's just I mean that's pretty much the story, man. And uh
0: There's yeah. no sense in sitting here and you know, rubbing it in. The defence is horrible. I mean, if you, I guess Yeah, I don't know what you can. Like, yeah, like just horrible. Just not not one sack. Nothing.
1: So Yeah, just how uh when they're uh, running back averages thirty yards a carry on you. Mm-hmm. other guy's there, you know. Two carries and he's got twenty-one yards. I Burroughs making you look silly out there. Yeah, wasn't that and yeah, when you it's got eighteen
0: back solo back. tackles the entire game, that's it's
1: not bad. good. Yeah, that was that was that was pretty bad tackling on our part. Oh man, you didn't think it could get worse from the Mississippi State game, Western Kentucky, but Goodness. it wasn't it didn't get any better. <sighs>
0: Anyway, I mean, that's it. That's, that's all a, I can think of to talk about.
1: Uh, yeah. I will say they got a, I guess they got one in the playoff rankings. They got knocked down from number one to number two after they only beat us by 36. So.
0: Well, <laughs> I don't know how that makes me feel, Tim.
1: I don't either. I, I guess still, I'm
0: indifferent to that. I just really don't care.
1: I still hope LSU loses me. You,
0: you want Georgia to beat them?
1: I don't want really any of those teams to win, man. I guess I'm just mad at everybody.
0: LSU wins a national championship, and then we stroke them next year with Lane Kiffin. That'd be kind of cool, though, right? Oh, yeah. In their undefeated streak. Take the boot back.
1: and Just crush too.
0: their dreams.
1: Of All back, oh, back-to-back, wow, you know, and just go in there. Yeah. Coach, I'll be
0: like, man, I should have never... Ever made that statement
1: last time. <laughs> oh, he's gotta come next year in Fayetteville. I mean, that's exciting. I'm I'm happy for the crowds. Kiffin's a guy that will bring butts to the seats too I mean, You know what I mean? He's a guy yeah. that like all right, I'm I gotta go to that first game against Nevada. Like I bet that would be a you know, almost a sellout. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. <sighs> More money. We got what, twenty five thousand more and probably more sweets than a uh, Ole Miss too, so there's 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 some more money you got for yeah. twenty five tickets more sold. Yeah, oh you're right. What Ole Miss can do. So then we played Missouri, Tim,
0: after that. And uh goodness, how'd that go? Missouri beat us twenty four fourteen. Uh, we didn't get to give our predictions on this. It, uh, I didn't have a score prediction, but I predicted, you know, Missouri was going to win the game. What well, did you uh, did you go one way or the other, Tim?
1: I think I would have projected. I have no said in in the in audio recording, but I think I would have picked Arkansas. I felt with my heart. Oh yeah. Mhm. So. I always wanted people in the rock to go down there and see a win. It didn't happen.
0: Yeah. And this is a game where you really feel like, you know, the coach had a chance, uh Looney had a chance to go in there and get his first SEC win, get Arkansas's first SEC win, and uh, make something happen. At uh you know, twenty four fourteen, obviously that opportunity was there throughout the entirety of the game. We just couldn't get over the hump.
1: Yeah, and you take that 14-10 to 10, uh, lead in third quarter right out of the gate, you know, and after mm-hmm. Just like, oh, and something was said. You know, Lenny got them fired up mm-hmm. and coming out of the gate and score. We don't score another point the rest of the, uh, the last, what, 28 minutes of the, 28 and a half minutes of the game. Not a point. So, that's pretty, I mean, it was just like, you got to figure out Missouri didn't have like a couple days before that, figured out their appeal wasn't going to, you know, be reversed as far as playing in a bowl this year. So they really had nothing to play for. I mean, and then we just come and they have. They just. I'm going
0: to give couldn't. you this. I'm going to give Looney this, right? He gave her keen boy the ball 21 times. Yeah. I like that see 25 to 30 times, personally. Yeah. But at least he got it. 20 times, you know, or more. And uh, I think with a running back of his caliber, you gotta do that. Um, I think that's probably why, you know, we didn't win. We could've gave it to him a little bit more. But anyway, he averaged 4.5 yards per run. Really didn't drop his percentage that much uh, from what he had been doing throughout, you know, in the other games. So, you know, kudos to him for running the ball. Uh, he, he definitely had better play calling than the previous coach
1: yeah he found ways and here's a, the stat that i really like chad is like he didn't have a uh, any losing like any time he touched he never had a loss any lo- uh you know, mm-hmm. know what i mean he never lost any yards off that uh so yeah. everything was either, if, if no gain at the worst or he's always getting some yards you know and he never he didn't have one of his uh 80 or 60 yard runs mm-hmm. but he solidly getting a couple yards here and there had a, a long of 11 but like he's saying I think he could he could pound him out a couple more times work up to that 25 30 30 attempt mark the last game of the year mm-hmm. maybe kind of you know if we could have got yeah yeah I agree just the
0: run the ball yeah. we got two really good running backs run the damn ball
1: um, if Flinzy's throwing the ball twenty six times, or we're throwing and Hicks throwing it five, that's thirty one attempts. That's mm-hmm. as many rushing attempts. When you got these quarterbacks, why are you not running the ball more? Exactly. They're not losing yards, so just keep pounding them. They're going to break one. Boy, it always breaks one. He just didn't just want a couple more carries. He could have done it for the game winner, but mm-hmm.
0: well, we spread it around the field a lot, uh, but we kept our passes short. Our, think our longest was at nineteen yards or something mm-hmm. like that so yeah uh so we kept it you know short passes quick pass games spray around a lot of different receivers and we got 77 yards right run the ball man we got 165 yards running run it We're, we yeah. don't do well throwing the ball stop throwing it
1: yeah how does that work out and they decided that oh yeah i remember 30 yard run against lsu in the game before that start trying to get him out there running, like, at the end of the game. Like, oh, then he goes for 26 yards. Like, maybe running, running Lindsey a bit more, you know. Or he's a little option with him and Boyd. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know what they're doing throwing the ball that much. Uh, and that kind of game down in Little Rock, only gave up 24 points. That did not tell me you got to go out and whip it around 50 times. <laughs> exactly. To kind, of, to kind of win that kind of game with 24 points, you know, being the highest scored.
0: Exactly. If nothing else, you just tell your offensive coordinator, you call whatever plays you want, but I expect the ball to be ran twenty five times tonight at least. Oh yeah. You yeah. Know. You just leave it yeah. at that, you know.
1: Well the thing I I think you made a mistake is continuing letting uh Craddock, you know, call plays, man. Mm-hmm. I, just never, I don't know how much is gonna change. I mean Craddock right. was already the offensive coordinator, but not making that change, I think, kind of dampened the, dampened the experience. Should have been well, calling it himself, really. Been, yeah, he should in, have been like, in I that situation. High. Especially, especially if you're just having like KJ Jefferson and Jack Lindsay as your backs, that you're not running, running, probably running real complicated stuff. Or apparently, mm-hmm. Lindsey playbook are uh, pretty good, but uh, you could I mean, why couldn't the Lenny called it, man? I don't know.
0: At least you could say like, you know, I tried, I did my best, you know, the last, the last, uh, the last play caller wasn't, wasn't doing a good enough job. So I, I I took it and tried my hand at it, you know, and it just, it was what it was, you know? So.
1: And, and, and look at this Chad, I mean, on the other side of the ball, Mm -hmm. you know, third throws it 23 times. Um, uh, and then they run it 47 times. And they get less yards than we did. They had 144 mm-hmm. to our 165. Crazy. I mean, and, and they're the team that's running it, you know, uh, you know uh, 16 more times than us. We're averaging 5.3 yards a carry, and they're 3.1. Mm-hmm. That was just, uh, I don't know. don't need a coach. that Like, if you know you can run the ball better, maybe tonight, or either the team, that's a strong point, or in the game it's been a strong point. Mm-hmm. Um, strong, uh, able to take advantage of it, man, and um, to not like just have to feel like you got to pass it just because that's where football is kind of moved passing the ball, you know, all over the place. Oh it's yeah. Like, you don't have to if that's your strength. If you can run, if, if, if running the ball is your strength, it's all right. You know, you don't have to pass it that many times.
0: You don't. You don't. If you got a good running back, there's no sense in it. You know, do what works. You know, Lane Cliffin will run the same play three times in a row. You say ha ha he he on that, and he's winning freaking <laughs> you know national championships. I, I do the same thing. I I ran a run play, <clears throat> whenever I was playing. Uh, whenever I was playing a team, uh, Lakeland, uh, and I was over to Nellan and I ran a run play and we got ten yards off of it. I said, well I'm running it again. Same play, do it again. Run, run it again. <laughs> you know, went hurry up, ran it again, and got five yards ran it again got three yards ran it again got two yards <laughs> then I did something different and then I went back to it <laughs> and I scored a touchdown oh, so yeah. Lane Kiffin did the same type of thing you know a lot of times football isn't about you know how smart you are and how you know unique or, or new your plays are it's more about the chess match between you and the guy. You know, across from you, and that's the great thing about running a hurry-up, fast offense, is that you get that defensive look you want, and then you just attack it over and over again. You don't allow them time to substitute, and they can't change it. So, anyway,
1: (laughs) I like it. (sighs) So, anyway,
0: our defense was horrible.
1: Uh, Yeah, look at that. um, I wish Chief would have been better, man. But that was just. Not a good
0: experience. Hey, you know, I like the Chief. I ain't going to lie. I, I rooted for him for a very long time, probably longer than I should have. I, uh, you know, I I guess I got to eat crow on this. I was wrong. I mean, he was horrible. At, uh you know, I should have, I should have expected more. But, I don't know. He's just such a, I don't know, fun guy to root for, I guess. I don't know.
1: Oh, yeah. and I wonder. I know when he first got hired, people were asking. To, you, know, you know, he likes to ride, it, ride, ride his bike around, uh, like, or used to when he's with Tennessee Smokies and stuff. And really mm-hmm. was looking forward to riding around on the pig trail in the Ozarks. So I wonder if hopefully he got to take some time over the last couple of years and go down the pig trail on his yeah. motorcycle.
0: And I guess I was expecting it to be a little more aggressive. And I guess he, like, hit this aggression point and just stayed there. Um, and I, I thought it was going to you know, just continue to elevate, you know, throughout the year, and, uh, you know, I don't know, you know, with the blitzes and the stunts and, and things like that just wasn't ever, just didn't ever seem fully developed, um, and, you know, running, you know, you, you, you would think you want to put some crasher on the quarterback, you know, and you're out there, you know, dropping back into coverage and stuff, and running cover fours I don't know man there's just some disappointing stuff there all year
1: yeah there's last year I thought we saw some Um uh, but this year it just didn't they didn't get any better yeah. a lot of missed tackles in the effort in the, in the last couple of games and things and just getting worse by the game's end or really really needed it in third down stops couldn't get off the field couldn't Figure out what to get defense in, Amanda.
0: Exactly.
1: Make stops.
0: So, so playing Missouri, uh, we had three sacks. Um, it's just not enough. You know, you got to get back there and disrupt him. They, they got they got Kelly Barrett back there, shouldn't the greatest quarterback ever or anything. But uh, if you don't disrupt him, he's gonna throw the ball around on you a little bit. You know. So you, you really got to get pressure on him. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, we didn't uh, have, and I guess I should say, we didn't, we didn't have any quarterback hurries, nothing, just three sacks. <laughs> that's it. No breakups. Yeah,
1: that's, that's wild. Like, those kind of plays, like, even though like, you look, we had still like, eight tackles for loss and uh, at least the four-soul, we didn't get it, 4 some one interception. But, mm-hmm. you know, Missouri on the other side, they don't have any of those things, but they, they had the quarterback hurries and the breakups, but they didn't have one sack, so or just one tackle for loss. So credit the offensive line on the other side. Kind of running on defense right now, but Mm -hmm. it's kind of like that as opposed to even the, even our low, low output.
0: Oh, you're right. Plays made, but
1: that's just kind of another way to, the offensive line might be getting better next year.
0: Oh, I think it, I think, I think we got the talent. It's just going to be about getting the right system in place. and, and, uh, you know, I don't know. Well, one thing that worries me, and I'm just going to throw this out there, is is this uh, transfer deal. I mean, it seems like players just transfer willy-nilly <laughs> these days. And it's, it's I don't know. I feel like it's too too much. I think the NCAA needs to do something about it.
1: Yeah, it's definitely, there's been quite a bit. I like the idea of, at least like, Really, kind of a uh, I like the the graduate transfer kind of thing. Once someone's got their degree, kind of playing a fifth year, mm-hmm. you know, if they register, maybe changing it up. But just like everybody, like after or in season, and like we had a couple guys like in season or at least, or uh, um you know. But on the other side, I know um, Kiff, and when he first got to Florida Atlantic, hit the transfer portal to kind of round out his roster his first year. You know, when they won eleven games, so that was one reason I was kind of wanting him to be the head coach, kind of.
0: Just take advantage hit the trench of himself. Yeah, take advantage
1: of it rather than, you know, kind of be a detriment. But, yeah, mm-hmm. it is pretty That would be nice. Revenge.
0: It would yeah. be nice. if, Like, I could see that you get a coach that figures the system out and he's able to take advantage. And that's what they say that SMU coach did also. So.
1: Yeah, that's how. It wasn't all, like, Morris's guys just, you know, senior. they're really good, you know. No, it's like it's, <laughs> some of those guys, we gotta get, we gotta get awesome some new guys, in here. Better guys from <laughs> other places. <laughs>
0: oh, golly! Well, that's about all I got, man, for these two football games. Did oh, did we look at Loy? How'd Loy do in this game? Let's see.
1: Uh, oh, no. Morris would not be proud. Five for 178, 35 yard average. <laughs> 35 <laughs> two inside the 20. Golly. Man, Dubai was playing field position. That was not a day to not be able to punt. You know, it's kind of a field position game.
0: Exactly.
1: That might have been the key to the win, you know, the loss, man. Maybe Morse would have been there, man. He would have got the punter. To-
0: yeah, had that punter rocking and rolling. We'd have won this thing. Yeah. Only two inside the 20. Mm hmm. Mm. not a decent day.
1: (laughs) But it's over, man. It's over.
0: It is over. And uh, we can move forward. But I just think it's important that we break it down.
1: Oh, I do too. Hey,
0: we did it again. We broke down every single game for two years. The worst years of University of Arkansas history. We've made it through it. You know, we got hundreds of fans that's made it through it and uh I mean we did it guys we're we're fixing the we're fixing the rise from the ashes I feel like I think you know you gotta hit rock bottom before you go all the way to the top and I think this is our rock bottom man I I don't think it goes much lower than, than where we're at right now
1: yeah I don't think I don't know how we could get any farther down you know what I mean um this is it, man. We can only get up from here. I'm excited to get a new – get a fresh start. Like, this is it, man. We, we talked about it. We went through it. We lived it. Hog fans that are listening have lived through it, and it's over. You can feel kind of – I mean, coaching search is kind of uh, crazy and nerve-wracking, but you just kind of stay away from all the – everything and just let it play out. But uh, at least we can know it's a new effort. I don't, I don't think uh, – I think we made that. I think your check made the right move and letting Morse go early. I think that was important. So. I
0: think, I think he should have made the move way earlier. Allowed, uh, you know, allowed, uh, the, the interim coach a lot more time to be able to yeah, do something to try to salvage the season. Um, and I guess you could say that's hindsight or whatever, but I was saying it at the time. I say it now. Should have let him go way earlier, and uh, I think that's a huge mistake. I think that's a that's got, that's a, that's a scar on your, uh, you know, job performance.
1: Yeah, I did too. I mean, that is uh, that. Saying after that sentence. The right time to, to cut them.
0: But I don't think it's a fireable offense or anything like that. I just think it's a, it was a it was a misstep. Uh, you know, you go out there and you bring in Kiffin, all is forgiven.
1: Oh yeah, I was looking it up, man. And uh, Kiffin was the OC at uh, uh, USC when they came here in 2006. Oh wow, that was like, that was always. That was my uh, first game as a, a student, as a freshman in college. So uh, it was a good, like, really. I mean, we got. it. Fat. fat and broke his toe, or was it yeah, the so Next year, the he,
0: one he broke his toe.
1: No, that was when he. That's why we lost so bad. Yeah, man.
0: that was this one. Okay,
1: yeah. Yeah, but the crowd. I mean, it was like 76,000. It was loud, man. One of the one of the loudest games, and even I mean, at least the kickoff was one.
0: Oh, I when remember I that.
1: Flying yeah. over, it's like wow, man. We got you know. McFadden would have been like would have been like he was a couple of weeks down the road, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were, but that's cool. But Kiffin was OC that game, put up fifty something points, so he knows what the atmosphere can be like.
0: Wow. So wow, that's a, that's a neat story. That's,
1: yeah. uh ties it all know, together it, for Kiffin to come here. man. It's nice, I
0: it's nice to think about it like that. A coach that saw. Razorback Stadium at its max potential, you know what I mean. That understands what the fan base can look like. Somebody that witnessed it, Um, and of course, you know his dad did, and I'm you know sure he did when he was a kid. But being older, at its fullest potential, like that, because yeah, it was rocking. That was it was rocking. I remember that game. It uh, wow, yeah, that that's 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 neat. That's neat to think about.
1: Yeah, that's the, um, well, I mean, I'm just kind of, definitely, uh, this is a little, I don't think Leach is going to be the guy, but, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of reminds me of a, a lot of people were getting behind him because, like, a couple of years back, he's like, oh, one of the last places I ever played was War Memorial Stair mm-hmm. uh, in Little Rock, you know, when the Kentucky came there in 98 and Nuts first year, mm-hmm. when they had to the couch out and it was just like a crazy War Memorial, you know, packed out to the brim, oh, uh, yeah. sell out, you know, big Saturday, Saturday night win. You know, so he's kind of turn on that. So why couldn't uh, Kiffin kind of have that same reaction to Razor you know, Razorback Stadium? Oh, absolutely.
0: Well, you know, Leach has this thing where, like, he came and visited, and feels like like this is where he wants to be, and uh, he said that more than once, and that's that's just kind of interesting uh, to know, and it's just kind of interesting that we've always kind of shied away from him too. But I think that has to do with his, his personality. And to me, if you put Leach and, and Kiffin together, and you're making a choice, and it's moving past X's and O's, and it's coming down to personality, you get a safer bet with Kiffin. I feel like he, he's, just, he's, just, he's more grown up. He's demonstrated that he is a you know professional football coach. Whereas with with uh, you know you go you go over with uh, Leach and the problem you get is like the way he talks in his press conferences about his players stuff like that sometimes mm-hmm. is more straightforward and less like professional. So I could see you know if you're picking on those those lines, you're saying okay, well this is our number one and, and this is our number two. You know,
1: yeah, I would, I would think so. Um, especially right now, you you got to make a that's uh, a really important hire. Uh, your check knows it. I mean, it's going to be maybe his most important hire in his career, or at least career here in Arkansas. Definitely early in his career. man. it's a big, big time decision. Um, just to get this program back up because it's obvious that uh, the fans are fans are many, and I uh, really love the Hogs and want to be you know, better than they are. So it's a big time hire. Very important. No, oh, yeah. um, I got to get I mean, this Kiffin one
0: right. Except, yeah, for sure. exactly. You yeah. got to get the best coach available for <laughs> yeah. this hire. And I think it's Lane be. Kiffin. Yep.
1: Yeah. And, uh,
0: and, and, and you are competing with, you know, schools, but you got the upper hand right now because he's interested also. He could be trying to go to USF or, or, you know, Florida State. But he said, he was yeah, like, no, so, I'm not interested. I don't want to do that. He tweeted it, it out. it's like you know?
1: us in Florida State, I might be like, well, you know, it'd probably be an easier move for him just to the road to Tallahassee. But
0: but I think he wants to coach in the SEC.
1: Yeah, I, do but too.
0: I think he also wants to do something special. I think he wants to take a team that, that has the potential for a national championship and win one with them. And I think that's Arkansas, you know.
1: Yeah, I think he knows. Uh, he knows what the is about, man. It's so
0: all LSU and Alabama. In our, in our conference, in our division, should be three three schools battling it out every single year, you know.
1: Oh, yeah, in the West. I mean, look, you think A&M, they're, you know, quick, you know, they're they're going to be quick to jump on uh, uh, Fisher Jimbo over there. Mm. Mississippi State's not. I mean, they're they're they had Dan they had a Dan Mullen run, um, so he's over on the uh, eastern side of Florida now. So Mississippi State's back to being Mississippi State. We're going to be able to beat them. Ole Miss. Hopefully they don't they don't hire Kiffin over us, and they're just going to hire I don't know who you know, but we'll probably be able to uh, beat them. Uh, so in Auburn, I don't know, man. Auburn's just Auburn. Um mm-hmm. even Bielma. Well, no, we we haven't done too good against Gus, but I bet somebody like Kevin can go head to head with him pretty good. Well the thing,
0: Yeah, and the thing about old mess is they lose recruits to Mississippi State, they split the state, and then also Arkansas takes recruits out of Mississippi. So you got that problem too. So it's a really hard school to, to win at. With us beating Missouri in the recruiting race every year and keeping all our in-state talent and pulling some of theirs we're good to go you know but we do compete a little bit more with with texas a m and that has taken us down a notch i feel like you make up the rest like sam Pittman did by going with a national you know search you get the player you need from wherever they're at hawaii Florida, Vermont, wherever you need to find that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just not, not having it
1: just based on one state or, you know, this little thing, uh, kind of like Morris, you know, and just, just keep, uh, Texas and that's it. Even over Arkansas, you know, we've actually lost some Arkansas guys kind of, takes his son or some other, uh, out of state or a Texas guy over mm. some Arkansas kids. Um, but, uh, yeah, we need somebody. Uh, uh, well, yeah. I, I just think we're going to be over them
0: recruiting. Yeah. Uh, no, I think so, too. Well, I don't know how we did. I don't know how we got back into the coaching search again. It's
1: just <laughs> We're just excited we, for a new era, man. It's just awesome. can't
0: help it. All right. Yeah, so I think we'll take a break. I think we've uh, knocked out all of what we had to say about football. And uh unless did I miss anything? Is there anything else you got?
1: I think that's it.
0: And then uh we'll take a little break here and we will uh be back with basketball, hockey, and whatever else we come up with.
1: Back to the Hogal Podcast.
0: All right, so I guess we're a little bit behind here in basketball, but we're going to do our best to, to make it up to you. Uh, of course, you can go back and listen to the South Dakota Georgia Tech recap or, or or pre-look or whatever you want to call it that we did uh, looking at those games and then we'll, we'll talk about how those came out. We didn't get a chance to preview uh, Northern Kentucky or Austin Pay for you, so uh, you're just going to get the the end wrap on that and uh, of course we'll get into western Kentucky we're playing tomorrow and then uh, we won't uh we won't do Tulsa till the next week because <laughs> Tulsa's a little ways out so um yeah so what do you think Tim uh how do you feel about where we are right now undefeated in uh Razorback basketball
1: I'm I'm pretty happy how could you not not lose? i got a big test tomorrow at Western Kentucky. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, they're a team that's looking for, that's going to be disappointed. If they don't make the tournament themselves, uh, they beat us here last year by one point. Mm -hmm. I think the players maybe, um, hopefully we got some revenge factor happening our way, but it's a big game, a big test. Um, The schedule's not been the hardest so far, but they've been solid teams as we've been going over, even Northern Kentucky, we didn't get the preview, Mm -hmm. Um, but they were projected. I had, you know, had seen and, kind of a little bit about them before that. They were projected about first in their conference hall, mm. all conference player or two. So, you know, they're supposed to be, you know, coach coach, um, actually a coach that used to coach South Carolina during the Pelfrey. Mm-hmm. So I remember watching uh, Coach Darren Horn. Um, but, like, it seems like that. But the schedule's going to start to uh, get harder here soon. We're going to really find out. But you can't complain with that, you
0: know. start. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm just stroked. Uh, super excited about it. Now, I, I noticed, you know, we said, hey, Georgia Tech, that's going to tell us a lot about the University of Arkansas. It's going to let us know if we're contenders. It's going to let us know if we can, you know, play with the big boys. Uh, it's going to be a, you know, ACC game, and it's, it's really going to be somewhere that we can, something we can hang our hat on if we can get to win there. We get to win 62-61. Reminded me a lot of last year's games, except for we came out on top uh golly that three-point shot banked off the backboard at the Mm. end was just insane i mean all these games were really I, i watched every single one of these games tim and they've been exciting fun games to watch we've we've really been getting up and down the court uh and playing hard but i think the major thing that's jumping out to me is if and I'm say it again we are jacking up shots that just aren't going in and I felt like we just need to step away from so many three-point shots especially when you got you know you got our best three-point shooters driving to the hoop and slamming it you know Joe has been Joe has been rim rocking
1: yeah, I don't know a player on this team that hadn't dunked. Maybe Harris, Jalen Harris this year, but I think every player's like gotten to the rack, dunked, in some form or fashion. Take it to I mean, the hoop. Like in the South Dakota game, we do score forty-four out of our seventy-seven points in the paint, which is deep. But then you go to the Georgia Tech game, we only score twenty. You know, and we <coughs> excuse me, go seven out of twenty-three from threes. But yeah, that we just we're just not shooting that strong of three pointers. I thought we'd be at a bit team by now just got to keep taking getting to the hoop because we're making free throws our free throw percentage is really high hey, kid I, and our free that. throw
0: percentage is nice 88.9 percent against uh austin p you know i mean just just rocking and rolling uh, you know 91 percent against south dakota i mean just ridiculous you know, sixty-two against Georgia Tech. So if, if we had had a better free throws, we wouldn't have been in such a tight spot. You know, seventy-seven no, no, no. against Northern Kentucky. And, yeah, uh, no, that game yeah, against that
1: Georgia was... Georgia Tech. Mason Jones, you know, he had that 30, 30 40. You know, he's nearing a, a Ricky Medlock's free throw record for the school in a row. Oh wow! And he, not he misses first of the. It's going back to last season, and then he missed two more. So he went seven out of ten that game. You know, we might not go into <laughs> overtime if he hits one more. But you know, he's been really good on the free, and he hit the one game-winning shots. Mm-hmm. You can't. He's a big part, as you saw, kind of we strove against Northern Kentucky because Jones Mason Jones didn't play that game. No, and he's exactly. a big part of our big part of the team. I mean, Isaiah's. I'm not gonna say Isaiah's been let down because he's been double teamed and guarded real heavily, and he he's been making plays on defense. Mm-hmm. And for example, Georgia Tech had five steals. Um, he's our assist leader and he's playing really good defense all around. Mm-hmm. So that he, 'cause he's been guarded, but Jones is taking or taking advantage. Isaiah Joe being the, you know, keyed on the number one, you know, keyed on player for opposing defense.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: That was a big shot. You know, he did that a couple hit some big shots last year. Um did it again. So that's nice to so see we got somebody that not afraid to step up and hit the game winner.
0: Well, let's take a look at uh, South Dakota. Let's let's just look at these games and see if uh, you know these outlandish comments I made have uh, have anything to back them up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think we've both projected us to win these games going back that far. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. We, no, we definitely did. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, you know, we had uh, yeah, we had a pretty good game. We got, you know, Isaiah Joe getting, you know, 35 minutes. Mason Jones with 33. Uh, Jimmy Witt with 35 minutes uh, getting, the, getting the majority of the game. You know, uh, Desi Sills with 23. Bailey with 23. And uh, Jalen Harris with 23. Everybody coming out there and playing really good. Uh, even seeing Cilla come out there and play well with his 14 minutes and, and Chaney. Uh, doing okay with his 14 minutes,
1: so. Yeah, I think this game in all really was kind of the Jimmy Witten game. Mm-hmm. Titus Curry, uh, 24 points. You know, he's a guy that's making those short jumpers. Uh, he uh, actually, interesting stat, uh, he set an Arkansas record for most points by a guard in the three-point era without attempting a three-pointer. The previous mark was Corey Beck with 23 points in 1993. Oh, wow. Um, so like so that's pretty he's he's scoring that's in different cool. ways you know as our three-point shoot i'm glad he's not jacking them up you know he's taking higher percentage of shots mm-hmm. feet away feet away short and you know also close to the basket as well and hitting these things because the defenses are playing zone on us until we can start hitting more three-pointers
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, but he's finding spots in the zone where he can hit that and it's been it's been a big reason good reason why we're eight no right now but that was kind of a he just, every time he went down there and pulled up, he was knocking them down and mm-hmm. just kept that lead pretty, pretty nice throughout the game against South Dakota. You know, a pretty kind of when we previewed them, uh, not a solid team.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, you got Joe only pulling down five points, really, really frustrating. Yeah. And Seals only getting six. But then you got everybody else, six, seven, eight, six, you know, uh, Harris, Cheney. Um, So everybody else is contributing too. So it's not, so bad because even though you, you know you're not having your best game, everybody else is contributing a little bit. You know.
1: Yeah, it's like so they're they're picking up the slack for. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's not it's not gonna be good enough for him to do, repeat that in SEC play and in the you know NCAA tournament. But he's we know he's got it in to be you know be better than that. So maybe he's gonna hit his stroke again. You know, at the. At the right time, you know, coming here, down the stretch of this non-conference in the conference season, and then combine that with everybody else. I mean, look, I mean, I think that's first game Cheney or, or one of the first games where he's going to kind of get in the rhythm after his suspension. He goes three for three in that game.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, he's he's a couple assists, three blocks, and just fourteen minutes. So everybody's kind of contributing their own ways, and and um, we shut down there. You know, they were the team in the nation at that point and we shut them down for you know three out of 12 so mm-hmm. got them out of their game plan
0: and you, you start looking at uh <clears throat> the three-point shooting and that's you know where i have my complaint at just from watching yeah. the games and you see it's four 20 20 percent uh the field goals uh were 47 percent uh, 31 to 66 really low uh kind of on both those but what do you do, like, from a coach's perspective, Tim? What do you do when you're jacking up threes and you're not, you're not making them? Do you tell your guys, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna stop doing that," or you just keep, like, do you just believe in your guys and think, like, oh, you know, they're gonna they're gonna hit it eventually. They're just they need that practice. I mean, maybe that's the. What do you think? Yeah, man? with
1: with this team, when uh when you got a shorter team and you know you don't have a, a true center somebody down low to. Uh, you know, if, if Gafford would have stayed one more, like a center like that, mm-hmm. you know, like they're going to have coming up um, next year and uh, starting next year, you know, it's easier to kind of get the ball down low and get some points away from that. But teams are playing, uh, kind of forcing us to, you know, shoot threes. And I think you keep – I think certain guys should keep shooting them. Um, I'm not a big fan of Winsilla. Um He really shoots them. Or he, Actually, Harris has been making them this year. Um, but Joe's got to be better, and Seals, I, I like Seals shooting them, and I can't help it. You know, he was a forty-something percent shooter last year, three pointers. Mm-hmm. And Jones, you know, he can hit them, but they just not hitting them all at the same time. And, um, um, yeah, to be smart about them, but I, I mean, they're gonna have to, they're gonna have to keep shooting a certain amount of threes. They're gonna have to make more. I mean, that's just exactly. you know, the lineups kind of. So, but yeah, you want to see more points in the paint. And get down low and they do some things like that but they go away from it sometimes like seals sometimes will shoot i know a couple of those games he'll shoot miss his first three or first couple of shots will be threes and all of a sudden he doesn't shoot a three again and he's just driving in or definitely mm. when he goes in transition taking it to the basket you know so sometimes they figure out all right now i'll stop shooting threes one maybe kind of ease into the three maybe maybe uh Maybe you know, take it to the hole first, and kind of get some points in that rhythm, and start getting shorter. You know, or exactly. The and then move out there if you're kind of seals or whatever. exactly. Joe and Jones should have the green light for threes, but yeah, you. I mean, you just we got to start making more of that. Yeah,
0: so you know, defense looked good out uh, there, out rebounding uh, South Dakota. So that's good. Uh, you know, had uh had some steals and some block shots. Um so, you know, I, I like that. I like seeing that aggressive defense, a really good a really good uh defensive game. Um so you know, I thought they I thought they did well. I thought I think they're I think our defense has done better than I expected so far this year.
1: Yeah, and then also out rebounding thirty six to thirty and then Mm-hmm. On the offense side, we only turned the ball over eight times. Um, I know before this last game against Austin Peay, where we turned it over 20 times.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: know we were ranked pretty high in the nation on like our least least you know amount of turnovers by teams. So okay. we do a pretty good job about that. And that's going to help us win. Uh, pretty disciplined team we've kind of seen so far. But the defense has really has been winning these things.
0: Well, Coach Must said he could win every game, so. We can check this one off the list, Coach Muzz. You were correct. You beat South Dakota. And we can, uh, I guess, move forward to Georgia Tech if you want to. Unless we missed it. Did we miss anything? Anything else? I don't think so. On um, So, good, good on lord. What a nice win. And then we go in and we win again. Uh, we just barely win this one. Like I said, we, we're banking the shot off the backboard the last few seconds of the game to win it by one. It went into an overtime where nobody could score any points whatsoever. It was just crazy. Um, so, you, you see some crazy numbers here. Isaiah Joe getting 42 minutes. Jimmy Witt getting 45 minutes. Mason Jones with 38 minutes. Seals with 38. Bailey with 38. Uh, then And then this is kind of disappointing when you got got uh, you know, Cheney with eleven, Silla with seven, and Harris with seven. When they did so good in the game before, you'd think you'd get them yeah. some more time, especially in a in a game that had to go as long as it went. But does it does that show us like, is this who we're gonna see out there? Is it gonna be is it gonna be Bailey, Joe, Sills, Jones, and Witt? Is that gonna be like, our, is that who we're is that our starting lineup in SEC play? Is that who we start? seeing more of when we play, uh, let's say, you know, we, we go into that, uh, league play and so on and so forth. Is that, is that, is that the lineup you see him sticking with?
1: Yeah. I don't imagine him getting away from that. Um, it's been working so far. So, mm-hmm. you know, unless we drop a couple here and it's just something, you know, working or, you know, Cheney steps it up or someone like that Sill or Harris or, but I don't think they're going to move ahead of Witt and Jones and Joe. And even, I mean, Seals is tough, man. I mean, besides his three point shooting, he's been tough this year. I mean, he's mm-hmm. aggressive, um, fills the stat sheet up a lot. And, uh, you want him to play a lot. In that game, the bench gave him. I mean, that was the absolute worst game. No points at all. Absolute worst game from our bench this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think they are a little better than the last two games, but that's, I mean, what, I mean, so they just, must just had to stick to that uh, lineup. We need, we need other guys to, uh, to step it up from the bench and give them guys a rest down the stretch, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: at these games it's gonna have to be like that.
0: And they got the they kind of played the style of basketball I'd kind of like to see Arkansas play where you know they got you know 11 three point shots, uh, 22 from the paint, you know, and I'd, I'd kind of like to see us uh doing that, you know, going with uh, or I'm sorry, 53 from the paint. But I kind of like to see us doing that, kind of moving to that.
1: Well, know, they do have, you know, some really good inside. I mean, they actually got a center. Mm-hmm. So that kind of.
0: I guess it would, it would kind of move us from, a, a, like, we were at 23, three points. So it would be nice to see us having, like, you know, just take 10 of those and move it up 60, 67. So. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, we won the game. So you know, what does that tell you? Uh, Obviously, maybe, you know, that's, that's me not being a basketball coach and and coach must, you know, taking advantage of his players and using that, uh, that basketball coaching acumen, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, sure. Well, the reason too, they're, you know, jacking up for sure. Yeah, I mean, 7 out of 23, that's definitely better than 420 was, but. I mm-hmm. you know because uh, you got one of the best shot blockers in the nation down there at the kind of, the, you know, right under the basket playing, you know, they are playing the two, three zones. So you got three guys down there on the back line, you know, and he's in the middle. So it's hard for, you know, Jimmy Witt was three out of 12, you know, after just, you know, being 11 for 15 the previous game in South Dakota. Mm-hmm. So he was having a tough time getting there. A lot of these other guys were having a tough time. You know, Joe's not really getting to the basket much. Jones is, you know, shooting seven threes. Uh, mm-hmm. So they're kind of, you know, it's and been that, nice to have my back there and be able to protect exactly. the rim. But, exactly. yeah, we could have played a lot better, man, for sure. Well, yeah, yeah, I agree we with that. Up. I think, you know,
0: you see us shooting 36% from the paint. Or, oh, I'm sorry, 38% from the paint. You know, that's, that's not very good. But, uh, like you said, they got some of the best, you know, players we've gone against yet. You know, down there doing that, so.
1: And we forced him to 23 turnover.
0: If, if, if we could drop these threes instead of missing them, whew, we'd be dangerous.
1: Exactly. And, you know, Joe can have better games. I don't understand why he's like three for 10 in some of these games. I don't understand. What, I mean, I expect, you know, bull, but it seems like he should be four for nine or. Mm-hmm. About closer to fifty percent. I know that's asking a lot, but we haven't had any of the shit he's done. These to average out is get back to his like forty something, forty five, forty six percent of last year's shooting as a freshman. I, mean, I feel he like in some think, of these games where he's just knocking down nine threes.
0: I feel like Witt hesitates a little bit. Like he, he he gets the chance to knock a three and it kind of hesitates and it kind of yeah. I don't know. We'll like, see. Three and... all year, really.
1: Hmm. I don't know if we'll see which shoot a three all year. I don't
0: know. Anyway. Well, what do you think? You think uh think we'll keep winning all these games? You think they're just gonna just gonna keep going in this way? I mean we t- we hit the free throws. You know, we had a, a decent uh Rebounding and, and defensive game. Of course, it could have been better. Uh, they did out-rebound us, uh, you know, played a little bit better as far as that goes. But, uh, you know, we were out there, you know, doing what we could, you know. I think our, you know, the, the amount of steals we got was nice, being able to get in there and, and snatch yeah. 13 from them.
1: Yeah, for sure. That makes up for some of the rebounds when you can, you know. Mm-hmm. And Isaiah, I mean, when he's not hitting the game, five steals, you know, Jones, four. So those guys are, hit, you know, scoring the ball and, you know, combined nine turnovers. They, they forced her, you know what I mean? Joe's not turning the ball over much. But That was big. 14 assists, too, so, you know, they're only six. So we're working the ball around, trying to find a good shot. Mm-hmm. But I'd like to see Bailey. I'd like to see him have some. Games where he's scoring sixteen. Like you're saying, more in the paint, finding him down low for the dunk. It was nice to see um Ethan Henderson in that game kinda he got the rebound and dunked it. We're missing that kind of threat down low. Mm-hmm. Hopefully Henderson will continue to come on because that's nice for somebody who you just give him the ball and just flat footed, you know, and go up to the go up and dunk it to so, get running and start driving.
0: Exactly. And Mason Jones looked good that game, you know, putting up most points out of anybody, you know. Uh, so, I think, yeah. you know, I think, I think, you know, he, he, he's coming along, you know. If he'll just pull the trigger, you know, I think I was, that's what I was trying to say earlier is, you know, he kind of hesitates.
1: Oh, you said win.
0: So what... I know. I just got things mixed up. I'm sorry, man. Oh, uh,
1: okay. Yeah. Jones does hesitate sometimes, but I like when, and when he's feeling it. You but
0: know, he seems like he'll get it and he'll be wide open and he'll just kind of like take a little dribble or something. And it's like, just shoot it, man. And when he does I think shoot it, part maybe he hits yeah. it.
1: Exactly. I think that's part of him just maybe maybe trying to be like back of his team player because sometimes he does just pull up and sometimes he does do like hesitate looks or, you know, tries as like, well. Exactly. So I don't know if he's trying to like, all right, I'm, I'm going to get my shots up this time. I probably need to around. I bet if he shot the ball forty times a game, he could be he'd make a perf- pretty fair amount of them. Or you know, shoots at twenty or twenty five times. Exactly. He's like a guy that could get in rhythm pretty pretty well. But you're right. I mean, he always looks better when he's got that confidence and just no hesitation.
0: Mm hmm. Oh, anyway, sorry I mixed him up, but yeah, that's what I was. Oh, you're good. Yeah, we I was got it I was anyway. going with that. Uh. I don't know. I mean, what else we got? Seals had a pretty good game with 11 points. Joe getting 13, you know. But golly, man, you really want to see him hitting more than fourteen? <laughs> like, come on. Like, Joe, like, you're supposed to be draining these. I've seen you drain shots almost to the half court line. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, deep. For sure. Just deep shots. Draining them.
1: You know he's you got it
0: Nothing. Yeah. You can't hit yeah. the barn side of a barn right now.
1: Yeah. yeah, you know, you know he's got it in him. So he's got it. But this big one tomorrow—it might seem like a game. I'm calling it right now, Chad. In fact, Isaiah Joe, twenty-five or more points, just on fire tomorrow. Oh, um, but yeah, least, least he was contributing though. Ten of fourteen. Shots, nine rebounds and five steals, but pretty good. Nine rebounds, lead rebounds, pretty. Good.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, he definitely made up for it in other places, but yeah, I don't know. I guess it's hard for me. We've a... seen all these no, guys hot, a... and I've seen like their max potential. I would just like yeah. to see it consistently. Yeah, you know? for
1: sure. Yeah, I mean, that's the difference between we just haven't had a tough, big, tough schedule right now, so it's hard to, you know, a lot of our fans are crying for us to be ranked the top twenty-five. It's like I don't, I don't, I don't think we need we deserve it yeah or we need to keep our you know a chip on our shoulder you know mm-hmm. let us prove it let let the guys prove it before we're ranked in the top 25 just because right no, we just we haven't we didn't play a big thanksgiving tournament
0: oh, i mean fair. i say
1: we'd be western kentucky tulsa and definitely go on the road at indiana or compete there i think we should you know kind of be even more so proven we do deserve that but i, I like our chances this year And but i'm just saying i'd like to. uh into a, I'm ready to see what we can do against some, kind of some tougher competition coming up. Oh, I agree. And then we'll really need these guys to not be cold.
0: Well, I guess we uh, we went through this game. Unless we missed anything, there's anything else.
1: I think that was pretty good. But, yeah, crazy good shot at the end, you know.
0: Wow. No Wasn't points, that no awesome? No
1: points were scored that whole overtime, and then they score – and then, like crap, and just like, well, oh, what the, what the hell are we gonna do? If, you know, muscleman doesn't call a timeout if we don't, if he misses that, Jacks jacks it up. You know, everybody's ripping muscle but not calling a timeout, which he just doesn't call timeouts, I guess. Just lets him play through, and it worked out this time. But uh, I know everybody would have been ripping him. But why don't you use the timeout to drop a play? You know, same shit they would have ripped Anderson on. Oh yeah, exactly.
0: So well, then we go in. A- guys I just want you gotta say it we win the next game 60 60- yep. 66 it was an ugly game some folks fans even were talking about fans of the podcast or talking about how bad we looked and we're upset about this game so we know the fans wasn't the happiest uh with this game and and me as a fan my response was we're winning right so don't complain um, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if it's just because we've lost so much in football uh, maybe I should be more critical of a of a close win to a team that was thought of as a lesser team but you it you know it might have been a different story if we had previewed this uh, game properly for the fans I feel like because it, it sounds like they didn't understand how good this team was you want to tell us a little bit about Northern Kentucky
1: yeah I think just um uh, I was trying to find out what I had to, had him over but yeah no they've been trying them the last couple years uh mm-hmm. you know Darren Horn um uh
0: when
1: they number one in their conference, all right. they, they returned. Sorry, I had something written down for us up but when we were, uh, you know, just in preparation for doing a preview. Of them, so oh, I was yeah. trying to find kind of what I was advanced at. And it was just, you know, because they had returned four starters from a 26 and 10 team. Okay. They uh, just like first team guys uh, on the all conference and picked to, you know, pretty much win the conference. So really, or picked second, first in the Horizon League, which is pretty good. Not a bad basketball conference for that, you know, kind of tier mm-hmm. two, tier three kind of schools in Division One, but okay. they came in here they weren't scared to, they, you know, they were going to come in here looking to to win, you know, and those guys, experienced guys with confidence like they you never know as you've seen all these upsets, I mean, Stephen F. Austin beats Duke um, Evansville beats Kentucky, so these teams are the kind of teams that go in and they're not, they, they win more often, so you can't really knees mm-hmm. at these games, but I mean, you'd be you'd be Line, if you couldn't say like, um, we should win is win is win, but also there's room to say in mm. order to kind of reach everybody's goals. I mean, I'm sure the team wasn't happy with beating them by six.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I saw a lot of steals and, and and so forth in this game. I think that was the thing that that I took away from it. Seemed like we were just a lot more athletic than this yeah. this team was, but at the same time. I almost felt like we were playing down to them. I don't know if it's just For that sure. we were so excited about our last win, or maybe we we're just getting a little bit worn out and beat up, you know, with all these games coming so quick, uh, because they've been they've been coming quick, you know, back to back. So uh, maybe they need some some recovery time, uh, which they're getting now, and uh, so that's good. But uh, well, I guess, I guess they're playing tomorrow, but they they had been able to get it. Uh, mm. Where where they hadn't uh, a little bit earlier because I were playing some you know some games really quick two games a week you know uh, at some points so um, what do you think you think that 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 played a, a part in it you think a little bit of fatigue maybe
1: yeah I mean I wouldn't doubt it um, also you know how how much the starter Jimmy Witt had to play the entire game at Georgia Tech I mean you know as we said the bench gave them nothing mm-hmm. um, you know, um, you'll see this game. Uh, the bench played at least uh, a little bit more and uh, mm-hmm. contribute at least something, but, um, yeah, still not a, a, a whole bunch. And, um, I think it's part that, and like you're saying three, seven days, because, mm-hmm. you know, turn around your South Dakota, Saturday, Georgia tech Tuesday and turn around and play North Dakota or North, Northern Kentucky Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, in these games where the bench and not really providing. uh, a lot of rest I think uh I think it could have had something to do with it also Northern Kentucky's not bad and I don't know they just probably the you know the, I thought that we played with effort but uh, you can tell there's probably another 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 level they they can go up mm-hmm. um, I guess maybe better competition play more to better competition right now they're just playing the same teams
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, um, but, but uh, they won the they game, game too. Nice, so but,
0: at the same time like it's hard to complain whenever there's a big win you know.
1: Yeah, it's like, especially it's like, nah, it's fine. It's a uh, better than a loss for dang sure.
0: <laughs> exactly. So, let's see, we had, uh, Adriel Bailey with 18 minutes, Isaiah Joe getting 39, Seals getting 38, whip getting 37, Harris getting 35, and Cheney getting 24, and I like seeing Cheney getting a little bit more time in there. Uh, you know, so uh, I don't know. Um, I'm really excited about Chaney. I think he's going to have a really good year this year. I think this is a big opportunity for him to take up some slack down low. But, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta get in, he's got to get in there and start blocking some shots, you know, and pulling some more rebounds. Uh, you know, I mean, I know he, he did pretty good in this game. But, uh, you know, he could have had a much better defensive game.
1: Yeah, and eleven rebounds is pretty nice for him. And then five mm-hmm. is going with that six points. But, uh, but yeah, he didn't have usually a lot of two, but not the other night. no mm-hmm. steals, but um, you know, you know, fouled out. So he's he's aggressive for sure though. <laughs> he's going to get his fouls, and our, a lot of the other guys don't foul a lot. So we got fouls to give, mm-hmm. and why not kind of have somebody tough down low? But him playing twenty five minutes, you know, over half the game was big for him to come in and. Be a leading rebounder mm-hmm. and also, you know, we had 18 assists to the team So we were working the ball around just shooting was just not there again three for 18 for threes, you know, two a couple less threes attempted, but mm-hmm. You know, we scored 66 points overall 38 out of paint. So but we didn't make an effort, you know, 15 fast break points mm-hmm. and points off turnover. So we then you know, we only forced them to 12 turnovers and uh, you know, not a whole lot of live ball turnovers where we can do something with them right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, so, they give them credit. Give them credit for taking care of the ball, and we we need. Uh, and then
0: I, I remember off. Joe Joe like taking charges in this game and and thinking, goodness, man, he takes three or four charges every game.
1: Yeah, he's he's got to be one of the leading. Uh, he did that last year. And he just continues like he. That's what I like about it. you puts know puts his body in,
0: on the line for the Razorbacks, he, and you got to respect that.
1: And he didn't stop after his freshman year trying to prove himself. I mean, he was you know all conference kind of, mm-hmm. uh, hey man, could get drafted in the NBA next year, and he you know hot shot player. He comes in still just taking charges, a couple of charges every game, man, just laying it laying it all out there for the hogs.
2: So that's I, why. I'm that's really why sometimes
1: excited. when you think about that, it's you can every game, man. Oh, you're going to make him here soon. You're, it's gonna Basketball karma is going to be good for you, you know. You keep giving your body to the game, man. Eventually, three points, pointer's is going to fall again.
0: Unless he, like, tweaked his wrist or something on one of those charges.
1: Yeah, that's probably what happened, man. He's just praying. It'll never be the same. Nothing, you know? No, don't say that, man. Why would you say that? <laughs>
0: Sorry, man.
1: That's terrible. I'm, I'm just...
0: Oh, we know it didn't happen. Like, he hasn't been on injuries or everything.
1: Well, well, yeah, a win's a win. So a win we beat the win. Norse.
0: Yep. We got out there and did it. You know, what was it? 37 rebounds? I mean, that's pretty sweet.
1: Yeah, to be able to... Uh... Yeah, over there thirty-seven. I mean, over there thirty. Mm-hmm. Two of the last three games that we've looked at—it's not bad. Well,
0: I mean, they out-rebound them. That ain't bad.
1: No, I'll take that any time.
0: Mm-hmm. No, me too. You know, they—they they got more stills than us, so you know, you you want you want to see that go up, especially been that's one of our forte's, you know. So, I guess that's just because we're playing a more wiry team or whatnot, but. Hell, we were, like, throwing the ball to them the first few minutes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, when like, we started to. Like, some that, of that stuff varsity. you
0: saw last year it was like, why would you do that? Like, <laughs> they were doing some of that stuff in the first few minutes. Just throwing
1: away. Game. I mean, just literally just throwing away possessions.
0: Well, yeah. So. Can't,
1: just can't score if you throw it into the, throw it into the crowd. But.
0: I hate to be a complainer, but hopefully they'll get that fixed.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: I don't know. Do we have any more to talk about on this uh, Northern Kentucky team?
1: I think that pretty, runs, pretty much runs through it. Nice game by Seals. You know, besides the threes, he was seven out of ten. Nine out of six out of seven on free throws. So nice for him to get to the line, knock them down. Nine rebounds from him. So, two out of those three games we've talked about, man. Jimmy Witt, the uh, leading,
0: leading scorer on this game, so that's
1: 24 a, points. A, you know, we were talking about transfers and football earlier, man. Witt's football, you know, he comes in to so just play a senior year here. Mm-hmm. He's been contributing in a big way. Oh, yeah. So we need exciting. to find some up. Jimmy Witt's for man, for football. It's,
0: design, it's exciting to see him come in and be able to contribute and, and win games, build a winning team. You know, that's got to be exciting for him. You know. Oh yeah. So, but I mean, that was it. It was it was like the uh, the Joe Seal's wit game, really. I mean, everybody else just was, you know. You had Harris was five, and Cheney was six, and Bailey was four, and that was it.
1: Yeah, our uh, offense has been struggling. We've got to figure out ways for because defense still. I mean, you hold them to, you know. 41%, not bad. And, you know, we're shooting 48% for the game. It's just...
0: Doing well with our free throws, though, 77%. And that's keeping us in the game, really.
1: Yeah, oh, man. Oh, I was looking at the wrong game. I already had gone on to Austin P. Forget what I... Just wipe out what I said.
0: <laughs> well, we can move forward to Austin P.
1: Unless you got something else to say about the... Uh... No, I don't think. I
0: don't them. think so. I think. I think we can just. We'll just slide on up here to this one.
1: All right, <laughs> I'm sliding over. All right,
0: here we are. Slid right in. Now we get it. Now we got a sweet 88.9 percent free throw average. Just rocking. Yeah, that's real. 16 out of 18. Like playing some fight. We came out. I feel like we played down in the last game and we came out in this game and played up and it was like, okay, we, we got a little embarrassed in the last game and we're, we're going to correct ourselves now, you know?
1: Yeah, we definitely played better. I mean, her, um, never really gave up the, or they didn't have the lead too long mm-hmm. in this game, only four minutes as opposed to Northern Kentucky holding it for the game. Um, mm-hmm
0: but um uh, we it had was, a, it know, was 61 69 but we had a firm lead like through the whole game it felt like it, it didn't yeah. like feel like the last game where i mean i know the score is close but it never really felt like it was a close game to me
1: well in these lower scoring games too when you got to even you know a decent lead or a couple of points it feels like a lot more feels like the, the possessions don't um, that's why I kind of you see these games. We're not really shooting too bad, but we're we scoring 69. You think, you know, shoot 48%, shoot 39% from three, I'll take that. And then 88.9% from free throws, you think, scoring 69. But, you know, we've really been patient on offense. And um, really, on, you know, 46, you know, field goal attempts. But, so uh, but, you know, the smaller leads, you know, they, they mean more, more of a defensive type game.
0: No, I agree. Agree with that, hundred percent. I think, uh, you know, it definitely like felt like we were, you know, in command of this game uh, throughout the whole thing. So let's see. We got uh, Bailey with eighteen minutes. Joe with thirty eight. Uh, Sills getting twenty three. Uh, Jones with twenty seven. Wit with uh, thirty seven. Uh, Harris with uh, thirty one. Chaney getting 13, Silla with 1, and uh, Ethan Henderson coming in, getting 7 minutes uh, in this game. Uh, So, yeah. Witt coming in and putting up most points, which is nice to see. (laughs) Uh, Jones putting up 16, uh, Zaya Joe putting up 16, so that's kind of your leading scores there.
1: Yeah, and uh, the the inside game just didn't give us much. I mean, with Bailey going one for one, Bailey just didn't have his one of his didn't have one of his better games other so night, especially scoring. Mm-hmm. You know, Chaney doesn't score a point. Uh, Silla, you know, plays a minute and a half. Um, just what had a stupid foul and jacked up a shot, and he just got taken out immediately. <laughs> Treepy. Um I'm surprised Henderson didn't find himself in the game, you know, in the second half but you know in that seven minutes he was a key key to you know getting that getting that lead up a little bit before half you know he gets four Mm -hmm. rebounds in that time you know gets three fouls but he's aggressive three block shots and gets a dunk so nice effort for him oh yeah Um, he played hard
0: when he was in the game for sure
1: and harris besides uh six turnovers that played a pretty good game um Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Seals, it was nice to see Seals hit a couple threes. Uh, Harris hit a couple threes, and along with Joe. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just it wasn't just spectacular. Best games, we did enough to just never felt like we were going to lose. And nine steals is nice. 20 turnovers, that's what we can't have. Yeah. Um, I know Mason said he apologized to Coach Musk that he had, you know, six turnovers, wasn't happy about it, so. Mm-hmm. hopefully, Mason kind of learned his lesson on, you know, taking care of the ball and uh, kind of had a shoulder injury. You know, we did sat out the last game against uh, Northern Kentucky. That was also a reason um, offense was kind of struggling a little bit in that game. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: it, was it was nice, nice too. We had by- six block shots in this game, which was, which was cool. And Henderson was, was slamming them down. You know, that was cool. Harris getting one, Bailey with two. So, I mean, that's that's a big deal right there. I I just love that aggressiveness, you know.
1: I don't know, too. And I like, I mean, you know, also Pete doesn't even have one block against us. We don't get our shots blocked a whole lot. You know, for a shorter team, we take it to the hole, and we don't really get our shots blocked a whole lot. But I like 18 free throws. You know, if you can get close to having 20 free throws, Attempted, especially how good we shoot. That's going to help us win the games, Chad.
0: I think maybe it was Bailey that had a right-handed and a left-handed block in this in this game, and and uh, I don't know. The announcers are all like, "Oh, this is so impressive that you know he's ambidextrous and can block yeah. shots with either hand." I was like, "Really?"
1: It's important. I mean, if you can, you know, depending on what uh, side the uh, The shooter's got the ball on, you know. If he's got it on his right side, your left hand's right there, right over his ball Mm -hmm. where it's coming from, you know, about to start the trajectory. Got
0: an advantage. A left
1: handed shooter, his right hand can, you know, if you're right handed trying to block a right hand, you can go over and swipe the face, but you get that left hand blocked down, then, you know, you can stay away from fouling a guy, but, you know, reject it anyways. Yeah, it's
0: nice. So yeah, so they they did a little better in the three point shooting here, uh nine nine and twenty three, thirty nine percent. Uh I mean that's better. Uh if you yeah, if you if you're hitting fifty percent at three points, I I'd, I'd be happy with that, you know. Of course it's not that, but if it was I'd be a, I'd feel really good about it.
1: Yeah, for sure. I was trying to think of the uh you know the uh
0: and then then we got the uh you know 22 of
1: 46
0: in the paint 47 percent you know not too bad but uh the fit the free throws just rocking those 16 of 18 (laughs) goodness gracious just putting them down that's important you know that's, that's really important to win in these close games
1: yeah. I was about to say I was looking up something, like Chad. i sorry. I was looking up oh, okay. kinda where's that right? Three point percentage in the country and the leading three point team is uh Saint Mary's and they're forty four percent. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um you kinda go down to where we were thirty nine percent if we shot that the whole season, that'd be good for about twenty fifth in the you know, twenty second and the twentieth in the nation. So that wouldn't be too bad if they continued that. Yeah, um sweet. free throws. I mean we've got to be pretty high up there but we got our three-pointers got to be closer to that range and we're 12th in the nation in free throw percentage was 78.9 so how about that that's nice that's nice
0: well it's just nice <laughs> to see us just performing so well it, it, you know i don't know especially after the football situation it feels like we're gonna make a real run for it this year in basketball i know a lot of people are like oh it's a soft schedule we haven't played anybody yet you guys are fixing a get rocked when you go into SEC play but I don't know I don't know if that's true
1: it's been a softer schedule but I don't think uh, see I think that doesn't really have a you know Kentucky Minnesota Florida's not very good games Auburn uh, with um think mm-hmm. one of these type teams had to go into overtime and, die. you know Mississippi State lost last night at home to Louisiana Tech so um the SEC's not. I think. I think we're good enough to to go to the NCAA tournament. We said at the beginning of the season. You know, a lot of people said we weren't good enough to go to the tournament. We said it before the season. Um, Muslin said it when he was hired. Mm-hmm. So that's the expectations, and the expectations keep winning. Yeah, uh, but it will get tougher, and I'm I'm excited to see those games. You want to you want to see us play? Um, I think I think we come with the. I think we've come we come with even more even more energy than we've shown mm-hmm. against Western Kentucky and uh, Tulsa and obviously at Indiana, Indiana mm-hmm. um for them in a couple weeks. They just uh beat number their top twenty ranked Florida State. They beat them at Indiana like by sixteen or seventeen points. It's gonna so let going us there, know a lot. Game, yeah. It's gonna which be is like a I
0: Georgia think. Tech game, you know, it's gonna let us know if we're for real or not, you know.
1: Yeah, I and mean, a win's gonna mean, I mean, they even double like what one of these you know what I mean. So I'm mm-hmm. excited. It makes you excited. Oh yeah, absolutely. But but again, like teams are losing like against these schools, mm-hmm. so you can't take it for granted. And there's, uh... but you also Chad, if you want to take one positive. yeah, close. You know, you you're putting this in this, these the team in the situation of having you know against Northern Kentucky. You know, they get the game to two or get the end to one or real close, have a chance to win it. You know, we play a really good, solid defensive possession, force them to a bad shot, and then mm-hmm. we close it out. You know, on the other end, same way with Austin Peay, you know, they were kind of they're giving us a battle. You know, they're going back and forth, really competing against us. But we just kept making, you know, mm-hmm. never even with the turnovers, we never panicked and just made plays down the stretch to, you know, put the the gas on the pedal for a little bit there and got up to a 13 lead to really shut the game down.
0: Oh, absolutely! So it's been
1: good to see them. You know, at least have some have some competition. On, like this first game, where we're beating people by 30 or. 50 or something you know oh yeah
0: no absolutely totally totally agree Get
1: some different late game situations against in these games so. well just- good news
0: is, is as coach must said he thinks he can win every game and he won every game so far he won this last game so we're still in that role so I'm going to keep saying that every time we win it's super exciting I uh what do you think if we roll into Indiana undefeated you thinking top twenty?
1: I think I think if we're undefeated going in, I think we should be top twenty-five. Yeah. All right. I'm I gonna
0: say going top twenty. To you are gonna
1: say top twenty-five? So we'll see where we roll. Yeah, I'll take either. For sure, <laughs> that'd be nice. But yeah, I think another road win and beat Tulsa and Valparaiso. I think you go in there eleven and zero to Indiana. What a mess. that'd be crazy because they're in. They're undefeated right now. Exactly. So, if they continue to be undefeated, I need to look at the schedule. I need to start watching them to preview.
0: Well, I don't guess we have anything else for this Austin P game. We kind of rolled through that, right? Yeah, I think we're good on that. All right, cool. Close that out. So, well, we play Western Kentucky. We got to preview them before the, uh, the next game, the Tulsa game. So... Guess we can take a look at uh, you know at these cats and and see what they're all about.
1: Yeah, the the big thing really with uh, Musman even said right after the he game, there they asked him some question. You know, he said he's worried about Bassey. Charles got got a um, I don't know if you remember from last year, number twenty three, center, 6'11", 230, sophomore. He really outdueled uh, um, Gafford last year. Oh, okay. Um, as a freshman, you know we had a we had a decent lead in that game last year at halftime,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, they came back and won it by one. Okay. Um, but Bassy had you know big presence. so he's going to be the the story kind of kinda how, what our key is to, to the game. You know, last year he has twenty one points, nine rebounds, five blocks. So another guy down low um, with the blocks. You got um, to shut that stuff hard. down. Yeah, And I mean Gafford had 17 points and nine rebounds, but it felt like Bassie was just mm-hmm. on the defensive end, just hard to hard to know, stop. Real work, and with our shorter team this year too. Yeah, it's going to be a, a big key to the game.
0: Well, when you look at their schedule, using this, their first game was against uh, Tennessee Tech, which they won 76 64, and then they played Austin P, who we just played. But uh, they beat them by quite a bit. It was ninety-seven, seventy-five. So let's, you know, let hope that it doesn't uh, read too much into the future here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then you got uh, them playing Easter Kentucky, uh, beating them seventy-nine,
1: seventy-one. Uh, oh, let me, see. yeah, go sorry, gentlemen. Before I forgot, it was just kind of just a funny little tidbit. Um, the Tennessee Tech, uh, they're coached by John Pelfrey, who was our coach before Anderson oh yeah i just thought that was funny and i didn't still, realize that that's great, man. That's where
0: he's at i thought he was at florida but i guess he he went over there
1: yeah he was with uh uh donovan there at florida and then um uh, avery johnson alabama but johnson got, so he got his first head coaching job since arkansas and he's
0: not well, doing too not, well lost his lost the game there
1: well,
0: <laughs> i guess he did his best well
1: I think yeah. Last I looked, they weren't doing too good. So. Well,
0: good luck to you over there at Tennessee Tech. Well,
1: Sorry, then I think
0: it, you yeah. No, you're good. And then we got I said, uh, I think you're
1: just in Eastern Kentucky.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then we got uh, Campbellsville. Uh, they went and beat them pretty bad, 109 to 66. Bowling Green beats uh, Western Kentucky, 77 75. Oh. What kind of team do you think Bowling Green is this year? You know much about them?
1: I don't know if I've – that's one team I just – I don't know if I've ever watched a Bowling Green basketball game.
0: Yeah. Know like, I
1: mean, I know I've seen them on football. Mm-hmm. You know, the Mac or uh, the game. I know I've seen them in football, but I've just never – seemed like they've always eluded me on seeing them. I don't know anything about ball. But yeah. tough effort, though. I mean, I guess they're rivals down in – I think Western Kentucky. West Kentucky is in Bowling Green, Kentucky. So, mm-hmm. I guess that's a big rival. Well, that's down. crazy.
0: Yeah, I don't know much about them either, but they took a loss there. And then uh, Illinois State, uh, they went and played them 83-69, to uh, beat Illinois State. Uh, Fordham uh, beat them 69-64. And then they uh, got beat by the number one team in the nation, Louisville, 71-54. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I mean, how we know Louisville is tough a tough team but to get beat by you know that much that's quite a that's quite a handy whipping there and <laughs> i'd hope we could do a little better but i don't know who knows uh then uh, they go and uh get beat by Wright state which shows they, uh, they you know they are a pretty beatable team at this point whenever you know i, I mean i i don't know much about Wright state but maybe they will tell me oh they're the number one in the yeah, number two in the nation i don't know but uh <laughs> well, you know, what do you, you know anything about Wright State?
1: No, I did hear for some reason. Crazy! Oh, you're gonna tell me? Something? I mean, they're but they're not a team, you know. They're losing to them. Uh-huh. You know, not something. It's not something special, you know. When I compliment these other teams, well, we've beat them. You know what I mean? Like the Austin Peas and the Northern Kentuckies of the world. But
2: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: Louisville. I mean, got smoked pretty good in that Bowling Green. I just like you said, I don't, I don't think Bowling Green's that great. You know, they started off 7-1. and one. You know, their expectations were to go to a tournament this year and win the Conference USA. Mm-hmm. And to me, looking at their schedule and their results, it's kind of been a letdown so far. And they're not, I don't think they're as good as, you know, maybe I would have thought, and I expect us to win tomorrow.
0: Yeah, um, I, think, I think we could, you know, we can pull this one out, uh, possibly. I think it's going to be a tough one. I think that uh, we'll run close. It'll be one of those games we run close with, and, and we'll have to win it in the waning minutes. And uh, that seems to be the difference between, you know, Musselman and and uh, the previous staff is that, you know, we're able to pull those close games out right now, and that's, that's where we're really making the difference. And if we were able to pull some of those close ones out last year, our whole year would have been different, you know?
1: Yeah, we definitely had some of those like Texas those. and
0: like there were several of
1: them. Several ones. Well, we had a big lead at, down at Kentucky. I feel bad even for Anderson thinking about it, man. Because and these guys, I mean, the team was full of the freshmen and then Gafford and just couldn't close out those games. But started, you knew the year was going to go like that. We did that versus Texas after we played pretty well. Started off the game not so well, and came back and fought hard, and then just couldn't hit the free throws mm-hmm. to seal it. Lost him in overtime. But yeah, winning those close games. I mean, that's the difference between turning this or having the season. You know, what kind of success we're going to have. Exactly. And like, then, West Kentucky lost to him by one line. If we could have had all those games back, we would have been a tournament team.
0: Now, when I go, when I go through their schedule, I feel like they are, uh, they got a pretty impressive schedule. I think they got some pretty good wins, you know, uh, personally and then i go and i look at their standings and 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 they're like almost last in their conference you know um am i missing something there tim
1: no i need to look up what their uh rpi ranking is um see kind of where they're right right kind of in those uh computer rankings right now yeah see what kind of
0: well, you got you know, they're at six and three, and the Florida Atlantic's at five and four, you know, conference leading the conference. You know, it's just, I don't know, it's surprising.
1: Well, Bowling Green's not a bad team, they're rated like 20 in the SRPI rankings. Yeah, I mean, West Kentucky, they're, 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 a pretty solid basketball program in general and just always have. That's a, you know, a basketball state for, for some odd reason, but, mm-hmm. but, uh, they're 100th in the RPI. So that'd be a top 100 win on the road. I'd take it.
0: I would, uh, you know, I'd be happy with it for sure. Well, um, Well, that's about it i mean that's what we're rolling into here so let's let's take a look at this team tim what what's uh what's what's going on with these guys i guess uh what, hollingsworth he's the he's the big show right he's the one that's that's bringing it to us you said
1: no uh charles bassy number 23 this oh bassy okay uh, yeah 611 230 sophomore just a big i mean 611 guys we're gonna i mean it's going to challenge us tomorrow. Uh, Musselman said he's going to uh, 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 trap the post and double the post with him. Mm-hmm. That's something they haven't really done a whole lot this year. Um, might be against the banks with Georgia Tech. So they're going to try try some of that, try to shut him down. And then you got got uh, Tavion Hollingsworth. He is their starting point guard, mm-hmm. 6'2", 165 junior. You no, know, he averages, what, 12? 12 points a game, four rebounds, and um leading assist guy on the team. But he's he's got confidence in his shooting. Not you know, he'll pull up from not really from three point range too much. Mm-hmm. Um but, but going back to Bassie real quick, you know, he's for a big guy he's shooting seventy eight percent free throws. He averages nine and nine point six rebounds a game, fifteen point nine points a game. Um uh, fifteen 78%, blocks, and eight steals. Seventy
0: eight percent three free throws is pretty impressive for a big guy down low. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and he's uh he's trying to develop more of an outside game. He's two out of three, so we'd like to force him to shoot in 3s mm-hmm. and watch him watch him hit a couple against us, but he's only shooting sixteen percent from there. But over fifty percent from the field, um, mm-hmm. he's got moves around the basket, can dunk the ball, and um, he can run the floor a little bit. So um, that's who they're going to be focused on. And if you had him, you know you'd you'd utilize him too if you were you know even halfway of a Mm-hmm. you know you've got some common sense and rick stansbury their head coach has been used to coach mississippi state and uh, he's been was solid there in the sec for many years and you know got them solid at Western kentucky so um, they so, won't be shy about uh, going to him tomorrow
0: no and we'll see i guess what savage and williams in there they'll be a part of the starting lining up i imagine
1: yeah. Savage is a guy that really tore us up here. Um, he's kind of a small four type. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a senior this year, but had a really good, uh, game against us. He had 20 points, um, five or seven from three pointers. So watch him, you know, Hollingsworth did a couple threes and really that was them from the outside, but over 40% cause they didn't really shoot that many. They were, um, you know, looking more for points, more points in the paint, looking to passy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but Savage is a guy shooting 41.5% from – well, he's 35% from three. I was looking for his field goal. Um, just Cameron Justice, too. Um, I think he's a transfer guard. I think I, I was uh, trying to watch one of their games, and uh, tra- they went out and got that kind of shooting guard position. He's their leading three-point guy, something they are missing from last year's team. He's second-leading scorer, 13 points a game. So they tried to fill out a roster spot with him, so they got basket – Center, you know, Williams, uh, more of the power forward, Savage, small forward, and then Justice, shooting guard, and Hollingsworth, probably the starting point guard. A couple guys off the bench, but um, that main starting five, you know, that one goes seven deep.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, Andrew, Josh Anderson and Jordan Rawls will kind of round out who comes off the bench for him.
0: So, really, not a, a deep team. They don't have as much depth as we do.
1: Yeah, which is something because we really don't have, you know, a crazy amount of depth this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, as we got a few guys redshirt or transferring and redshirt, I'm kind of taking up roster spots. But um, somebody that has even less depth is kind of crazy. Uh, <laughs> so,
0: Well, we found them, uh, and we get to play them. So, well, yeah, I mean, chances. I think it's going to be a tough game. I think it's a game that that Mm -hmm. could go either way. I think this is uh, another game that's going to kind of let us know who we are. I think we can go back under cruise control for the next two games, but I think this is going to be a tougher game, and uh, it's going to be a very, you know, um, respectable game to win.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's going to be a grinded-out game. Um, We may give some points up inside, but I think we Kind of do things. Um, gonna have to get him away from the basket on uh, when we're on offense. Mm-hmm. And I know he was talking about doing the post trap and kind of just getting over, over to um, Bassie before he can really make a move inside and get. all, you know we we've had quite a few deflections this year. Kind of held big guys for other teams for the most part in check because of that aggressive defense and
0: mm-hmm.
1: playing really uh, kind of aggressive on the help side defense to kind of you know. You know, cover your man all the way up until the point that you know one of the guards throws it. You know, and start when the ball's in the air. You know, oh. from the guard's hands, then going over and you know sliding over and doubling the doubling Bassie.
0: Yeah,
1: and Try I, I definitely think
0: there's been some opportunities for us to press this year and uh, trap, and we haven't done that. Uh, I, I think I'd like to see some of the some half court traps, full court traps, uh, stuff like come out whenever like whenever they got the ball they're in the damn corner and you got you know two players over there you know what I mean it should be automatic right like that's not like how is that coached I mean that's how I would think I would coach it was like you know if you're in the situation you want to go ahead and and jump on it
1: yeah I like that way I like the aggressive style and trapping Mm -hmm. situations like that yeah but also coaches are sometimes afraid to um Take chances because if you got trapped, if somebody's doubled, you know, then somebody's obviously unguarded, mm. or more so unguarded and leaving up. You know that kind of happened sometimes last year. You know, we're pressing and trapping teams, and kind of we just weren't. We're young enough, didn't have a whole lot of depth and depth enough. I give you know, give up open threes or an open shot too easy. Uh, Muswin likes to make them work, man. Just straight up man to man, make them work. Mm. Yeah, he didn't do. He didn't. He's not going to press a lot, but. I think Hopefully,
0: that was the one thing I put in my notes is I'd like to see, you know, a little bit more trap uh, whenever the, whenever the opportunity arises, not, not just, just to do it. You know what I mean? Put in an yeah, opportune sure. moment. Uh, but, but I don't know. Yeah, we'll
1: probably. see. Maybe so. Maybe it's just something he's just saving. He's not brought up now and ever, you know, on Austin P. but mm-hmm. maybe tomorrow he does that, you know? Well, to nice. really take like well, guards that don't handle the ball as well. You take advantage and do that to them. Well, gonna...
0: I think the keys to this game is going to be stealing the ball, rebounding the ball, uh, defense. Obviously, uh, if we're if we're jacking up threes, they need to be they need to be dropping. If not, drive it to the basket. Let the big guy foul you. Get to the free throw line. Keep that high free throws percentage up, and uh, and win it from. Let's win it from the foul line if we have to. You
1: know. Yeah, exactly. I'm still looking. I'm looking for a big game. Um, and you gotta have you gotta have Bailey and Cheney, and maybe hopefully even Ethan Henderson. Maybe give him another shot. Silla just hadn't. He's kind of been disappointing this year. Mm-hmm. I'm glad he kind of came here. I appreciate him coming here to spend his last year trying to give us some post presence. But some of these games. Um, He's played better than other, you know. Played better than others, so.
0: Oh yeah. We need a big game from
1: him for some. That's a little taller, a little bigger body.
0: So well, I guess well, we're. Let's
1: see Joe kind of break out tomorrow. We need, but I bet I it's is going to be a grounded
0: game. I right, I agree, so I guess we need to have a couple of predictions here, Tim.
1: All right. Um, I'll go, Arkansas seventy six. Western Kentucky. 72
0: all right I, i'm gonna say arkansas 62 western kentucky 61.
1: wow oh man i like that be close
0: mm-hmm. real close so we'll see
1: maybe 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 too close <laughs> I, I imagine it's gonna be that's a, Supposed to be a tough place to place. They got that weird mascot. That looks like the the McDonald's character. The frog so guy. Last time. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Or is uh, it a... No,
0: it's not the Hamburglar. What does that thing look like? Grimace. The grimace. That's it. Yeah. It
1: does. <laughs> just the red version. So he's kind of scary when you're hitting free throws. You know, if he's back there, just won't chop you or something, and or.
0: And Put we gotta the get football. these guys back. They got the they got the football coach fired. You know, that wasn't cool. So we gotta we gotta we gotta get their back. Yeah, on for this. Sure, yeah.
1: They beat us here last year. We we can't win Tucky three times.
0: Or this way.
1: We gotta show our dominance starting now.
0: Just right now. But whipping the whipping them. So I, I think we can. I think we we can move forward we'll we'll talk about Tulsa next week. And, yeah, yeah, I guess that's all we got with uh, basketball, unless we missed anything. Is there anything else we need to talk about, Tim?
1: No, I think it's just um, looking forward to keep rolling, man. I was looking at, you know, Indiana's undefeated right now. at Wisconsin, UConn versus Nebraska, Notre Dame before they play us. So they're going to be well-seasoned. Maybe a little tired for that run. Man, I don't know. But I'm looking forward to that game. But we got a couple games before that, but I was just looking at their schedules like gee whiz.
0: Oh yeah. Absolutely.
1: That'd be a good win. But that's it, man. I think we'll just keep rolling.
0: Just keep on rolling. And they don't have do they have the the game on uh my bookie yet? You know what? I bet they do. I
1: bet they do that we this, this is why we well, started
0: doing the Podcast later, last year, wasn't it Last so we could year, <laughs> get more of those scores. So while you're looking that up, I'll just let everybody know that uh, the hockey team is, is undefeated. We went to Alabama. We handled business just like we thought we would, but uh, we did not hit the big two o, like I predicted. However, we may. Hit that tonight, play an old miss. We'll never know because old miss don't stream their games because they're you know way back in the stone ages out in Oxford or Olive yes, we Branch, are, Mississippi, like
1: people used to have to do with these games. Man, on uh, the national games, you just wake wait till the morning time.
0: We're gonna have to start it's sending somebody morning. out that like causes. <laughs> Yeah,
1: I should have gone over to Ole Miss to help. I need Matt to go run over there. To
0: oh, yeah. Spring. Olive Branch ain't that far.
1: Uh, um, Arkansas is a two-point Yeah, I think that's pretty Two, two points.
0: Two-point favorite.
1: Yeah, I think we're both pretty close on calling a close game.
0: Yeah, I'd take two Arkansas points. over to two points over. <laughs>
1: nice. Yeah. Take well,
0: those- well, well, if you're gonna be betting, I guess go ahead and use uh, my bookie, and uh, you can use promo code Hog Call. You can double your uh, double your deposit if you put in a thousand. They'll give you two thousand up to thousand dollars. Promo code Hog Call. All right. So uh, moving forward to hockey, you know, like I said, uh, beat Alabama real good. Didn't get the big two zero. Uh, playing Ole Miss now. Uh, you know, did we did we throw out predictions for Old Miss yet? I don't think we no, did. We didn't. So nope. hey, we don't know what's going on. We can we can go ahead and do it now. All right. So I think Arkansas is going to beat Old Miss twenty to
1: two and ten to zero. I like it. Wow. All right, I'm going to be a little bit more conservative and say Arkansas 12, will Miss 0 tonight. And then Arkansas 16. No, I'll go Arkansas 17, Ole Miss 0 tomorrow. All right. So we're fixing
0: to find out. And then uh, the next game we got is Kansas in uh, Independence, Missouri. Is uh, is Kansas, are they... Uh, in the hunt for anything, are they the hot shot school, or what do we know about them?
1: I'm trying to find out and see if they're in the rankings at all. In the uh, uh, there, yeah, they're eighth eighth in the Pacific region. So they've got a rating of 7.91 compared to our 11, 11.23. So they're they're at least you know in the rankings, not the last team or not off the board. So okay. Uh, I think it's kind of a team we play at least a couple times a year, so probably a rivalry, kind of one of the, you know, as far as like big name, big name schools playing. Huh? Hockey, you know?
0: Oh, absolutely. Well, you know, I mean, that's about it for hockey. There's not a whole lot to say except for winning. Uh, we're we're just blowing teams out of the water, uh, ridiculous scores. You know they don't give us a lot of the stats, so we really can't break it down for you, like we'd like. Of course, we've, you know, talked about that before. And, uh you know when we play Kansas, I'm sure that'll be streamed, and uh, you, we can get right back to watching our hockey games. So,
1: yep, I would have liked that yesterday. It would have turned out perfectly. 4 p.m. game, right? Our uh, the basketball team plays at 6:30, so you could watch. You can watch. Uh, you know, Kiffin's game at 1230 mm-hmm. against UAB or Bill Clark. Uh, one of those guys probably one of our coaches, so we'll watch the conference USA football game. You know, so you also got football games all day, and then you got the hockey. You could have the hockey team at four and then basketball a couple hours later.
0: And we're getting there. We're almost to the SEC tournament. I mean, we are just right around the corner. Um, yeah,
1: only four more games to go in the calendar 2020 year or 2019 year, excuse me.
0: So yeah, I mean we're fixing to be we're fixing to be playing for the Pacific Regional. So I love how we do the SEC tournament, and then we're just going to beat Alabama twice, just because, just because <laughs> we can.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's, I like that too. At home too, like a hey, here's here's the final tune-up at home, and then a couple weeks to – get get the bodies back and mine's right before exactly exactly uh, it's exciting it is really exciting
0: so well that's it that's all we got for hockey i guess we need to uh slide on into fantasy tim and uh you can go ahead and announce the winners and 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 tell us you know where we're at as far as the standings go and and uh all that kind of good stuff and and uh give us the update there I, uh, right. I almost won that thing
1: you did what a fun year though the hog call podcast first year playing. congratulations
0: our division was the toughest division though so, so that's well, it had the champion come out of it yeah and and like we beat each other up like the other division Like you look at their rankings and,
1: yeah, if you look at the whole thing, I mean, we had the number one team, fourth place team, fifth place team, eighth place team.
2: Hmm.
1: Um, and uh, yeah, congratulations to Sean. Uh, it's uh Go Tigers team, whatever. But you know, he played played hard, man. I mean, he did what he had to take to win. I mean, he only went six and five, so don't give up. And it's competitive year. So many teams were winning, like twelve and one team like that, but. The best record was 8-3, and three, still had three losses. So, really competitive league, and I look forward to doing it again next year. Oh, yeah, me too. It's really
0: exciting and fun. You know, again, I can't wait to do it again next year. What a blast it was.
1: And and let me say, too, that the reason, you know, a lot of people say not to take anything away. I'll take some. You know, congratulations, Sean, and all that. But, look, he... He picked a lot of LSU Tigers the year that they're going to average 50 points a game. Mm. And that was his key to winning this year. Next year, he's not going to fool anybody with that.
0: Yeah.
1: Everybody's got a shot next year, but first place go Tigers, second place, Hogville Slammers, third place, Arkansas Raisins, Smacks.
0: Yeah. And look at that schedule the Tigers played, too. I mean, so, yeah, like, it's pretty easy. Pretty easy schedule they had.
1: Yeah, for sure. But,
0: well, it's easy to kind of rack up the points, you know, with that. But you know, whatever. Uh, the the LSU guy won it. Uh, that kind of sums up our football year, uh, yeah. in a nutshell. <laughs> it uh, he will be receiving the shirt, and hopefully, you know, he don't burn it or or do something obscene with it, which he might. Uh, I probably would if I won an LSU shirt. So we'll keep you updated.
1: Oh man, what a fun year! I can't wait to do it again next year.
0: Yeah, no, no, me either, me either. Well, I guess that's about uh, all I got. I don't know if I have <laughs> have anything else no. for the podcast, man.
1: I don't know what else is. I'm not sure anything else is even going on, man. I'm coaching church, and bas- Razorback basketball, and hockey. So I'm with you, man. <laughs> I can tell you this. Been a good one.
0: I can tell you this. We got something special for you coming in the next podcast. There's going to be a guest come on, and uh, if everything pans out the way it's supposed to, I think I think there's going to be a lot of excited people to hear uh, the guest we got coming on next week.
1: Oh yeah, it's going to be a good one. I can't wait.
0: Yeah, so you know, keep 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 listening, listening, guys. Keep listening, guys. It's just getting—we're just growing and, and getting better and better. And it's just crazy. It's just crazy how fast this thing is blown up. Just a little, you know, hobby that has uh, blown up almost into something more.
1: And if and if you guys like us, uh, please uh, uh, download, listen, and then uh, rate. Rate us a five star if you if you don't mind on Apple or, or any kind of podcast you use the high star and leave a review, um, the more reviews the better. Just tell us what what you like, man. Yeah,
0: call in. We'll get you call on. Call in, yeah. Please, yeah. Write us a letter. Y'all know we'll we get we we get something from a fan and we're putting it out there because this is what this podcast is all about. It's about bringing fans together and uh, you know having a podcast we can all contribute even if you don't agree with us and we don't agree with you we're still going to put your point of view out there and discuss it we're not going to we're not going to shut anybody down i think we've proven that this year
1: yeah, yeah we have <laughs> uh we've had some humdangers
0: <laughs> some humdangers
1: well, yeah leave, leave your take on the voicemail if you don't like it you can redo it easy like that you're not calling in live or anything i oh, yeah. like having you know you can have a little prepare a little statement, quick thing we'll play it and that could just I mean any podcasts and uh, any kind of shows and uh, let you just do that let you let your opinion be heard we so want to hear it
0: I don't know what the next promotion is gonna be but uh, I think we should do another t-shirt giveaway do another like a, like a ball pick them or ball pick them bowl pick them something like that so all right well Keep tuned. We'll we'll update you guys on this uh, next week. I think we might have something going. Woo pig suey. Go Hogs.